little drum roll because we're back <laughs> with more Horizon's Happy Hour. And of course, we had the Marvel recap last week, which means it is time once again for Jake to return. We got the Star Wars recap now, baby. <laughs> the Star Wars recaps have returned somehow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fans somehow, out there are going to hate that. Somehow, somehow Palpatine returned. Uh, <laughs> I was literally just talking about that the other day. I was like, you know, when I first saw episode six, or six, episode nine, I was like, I was blown away because it was like, it was Star Wars. I was like, yeah. coming off that high of excitement. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to look at the story. I was like, no, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, what do you mean? He just I somehow came back. I was like, talking with a friend of mine I'd met uh, in college because that came out, what, like my sophomore year or something, like 2019? So, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I was talking to them, and they had just gotten out of a screening for it, and they were like, dude, that movie was great. Like, it looked amazing. Like, it was super fun. I was like, oh, great, I'm going to see it today. Gotta have it. I messaged her immediately. I was like, oh, my God, this was great. <laughs> and then, yeah, I went back and watched it. It must have been sometime during COVID, you know, the three-year span. Yeah. And I was like, now, hold on a damn second. Some of these things just don't make any sense. Yeah, like, it doesn't make Like, the story-wise... It's a bit of a it's a bit of a wild. It looks wild amazing. Adventure, like, but... the visuals are spectacular. Oh, yeah. But like, that's when your whole story centers around. Oh yeah, somehow he's back. Yeah, somehow. No, 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 no hell. Yeah, he came back off screen somewhere. <laughs> somewhere along the yeah. line, he found his brother or something. It's... Honestly, give it like five years. Dave Filoni will come up with something <laughs> to, to make it all make sense. To connect the dots, like he always does. Because man, oh man, has that man been cooking? He's been cooking with some Ahsoka. I feel like we were texting back and forth between every episode. Like this man is cooking. I know. Like literally everywhere I would go after um, one of the episodes. I know. I cannot wait to talk about. Um, um, everywhere on TikTok and social, like at social media in general. It was literally Dave Filoni cooking, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and cook he did. I wasn't he seeing <laughs> anything bad about this show. Yeah, all everyone was saying was like, "Oh yeah, Filoni's Filoni's the man." Like mm. somebody would put like put him in no charge. spoilers or anything. Somebody would just put like a uh, a picture for like, "Oh, this episode was really good." Like a picture of the episode title or whatever. It'd be like, "Oh, this is really good." It was a, a nine point five out of ten. I was like, "Wow!" Next day, it was the episode we're going to talk about here in a little bit. And it wasn't even that. It was just a picture of, like, Dave Filoni's face in the sun and somebody just going, <laughs> oh. Yes, that's just, honestly. Like, hailing the sun. Literally, he needs to be put in charge of Star Wars. And there's a funny video I saw of him where it was, like, this guy writing, uh, just writing on a piece of paper. And there was, like, fire coming off of it, fire in the background. <laughs> and the caption is Dave Filoni writing the, the sun. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so good, dude. <laughs> It's so good. It I can't was, wait to talk about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I guess we'll just go ahead and get right into it because the last time we were talking, we were, uh, you know, we were building the Legos as well. Right. That's so right. a lot of conversation was happening, and while also getting sidetracked about like the pieces and the steps and everything. I can't like that. find this one piece that I'm staring at yeah. for ten minutes. I'm pretty sure we only were able to talk up to episode three or four. Uh, it was either episode three or the halfway point. I don't remember. What I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I, wa- I want to say it might have actually been four, but I can't really remember what happened. Like, it might be. I'm trying to remember if we talked about it and just like if so tiptoed around spoilers. I think we, I think we did because it was pretty recent. Like after yeah. the fourth or third or fourth episode had dropped. I'm pretty sure we recorded it the weekend of that episode dropping, and then mm-hmm. it was coming. The episode was coming out either the next week or the week after. Mm-hmm. So I. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, right, it's been like three or four more episodes since that point. So it's and man, 
those four episodes oh. were so good. <laughs> well, some of the best Star Wars I think I've seen. Oh, by far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, we'll just do we'll do a brief recap of Episode Four, just in case we didn't talk about it. Um, yeah. Because that was really like the kicking off point for everything that happened. Obviously, like, going forward, but yeah. like. It, it felt like it changed the game of that show in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Because, like, not only do you have... And spoilers, the show is recent, but, like, you should... It's see. been out for, like, at least a month now. Like, the last yeah. episode was, like, what, a month ago, maybe? A little less than a month? Maybe a little less, but, yeah, it's been, it's been a minute. Yeah. So, you should have watched it. Yeah, spoilers um, now. <laughs> but, yeah, you got a... Man, you got a whole... I feel like maybe we talked about this last time. They introduced a whole other galaxy to Star Wars. Right, like... <laughs> Holy crap! I know, and um, there's we'll probably get to it here in a little bit, but um, I think there's a big story that's coming with that galaxy, mm. um, just because of the way that the last episode ends. Oh yeah, yeah. where you see a certain thing in the mountains. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so there's something. There, it is yeah. heavily tied to the galaxy that we know mm-hmm. in Star Wars. So I think there's going to be a lot of a lot to be done with that in the future. Yeah. Um, but one of the biggest things to happen out of Episode Four, you have awesome fights between Ahsoka, Sabine, and Inquisitors, and mm-hmm. uh, you see, Shin. Uh, yeah, um, you see what's the guy's what's the other Inquisitor's name? Uh, Maverick or Maverick? Merrick. Merrick. Yeah, you see him, you just get <laughs> torn up. By everybody Ahsoka, had but... these <laughs> incredible theories, and some were a little interesting to say the least. They're like, "Oh, it's Ezra on the dark side." I saw one person being like, "It's yeah. Kanan." I'm like, "What?" Kanan, like, like, that would, like, be, a, that would say, be a twist. I'm like, I but, hate to say it, but that man is an ash pile now. Yeah. Like, uh, rest in peace to Kanan Jarrett. Rest in he's peace. Not, he's not alive anymore. They I can't know. be him. But then or somehow like, he returned. Or somehow he returned. <laughs> they cloned him. Yeah. Um, but then we find out he was, like, maybe undead the whole time. He was mm-hmm. Night Sister Magic. Right. Which was interesting because, like, I, I didn't realize it was him at first. Like, that, what was going on. Yeah. Because when he got slashed, like, I think. I think Ahsoka just essentially just slashed him across the chest. Yeah. And, like, this, he just exploded with, like, all this dust. And for a split second, I thought it was, like, guts or something. I was like, what the? <laughs> and then it start, started turning more green, and you're like, okay, that's yeah. the Night Sister magic. Like, Star Wars is going intense. Oh, my God. I know. Like, you know, dismemberment has never really been a thing of the Disney movies, but now, yeah. okay. <laughs> and if it has, they were very subtle with it. Very subtle, or it was kind of, like, it was insinuated that. They lost a limb or a yeah. head, and it was kind of off screen. But like, uh-huh. but then I saw I could tell that it was the Night Sister magic, and I was like, interesting. So yeah. that's not Ezra. Yeah. <laughs> but someone was also like, oh, it's Star Killer. I'm like, if they were gonna do that, they would have Sam Witwer like show his face and everything like that because yeah. he was voicing Merrick. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if it's the character he voiced for Force Unleashed, he's gonna do it. Yeah. He loves that world. He loves everything about it. He's gonna jump in that. Like, show. He's gotta be. Yeah, it's gotta be a facial reveal for yeah. at least a second. At, at least, a, yeah, right. at least a second before the episode ends, so that way you're like, "Oh my god!" Right for a week. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, because the end of episode four. <sighs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> I felt so happy because like you got this awesome fight between Ahsoka and Balin, and mm-hmm. then really good dialogue throughout with both of them. But then also Balin talking with Sabine and everything, taking her prisoner and all that. Yeah. And then at the end, we get the magical. 
mystical, amazing world between worlds. Yep. And Hayden Christensen is, is back. just waiting in there. He's like, hmm, long time no see. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> he was like, it's been a while, Snips or something like that. Yeah, like, oh, I think so. hearing him say Snips was like, I had to rewind it. Like, yeah. It's like, did he just, like, oh, did he just like it's him. He's here. <laughs> um, and it's like, it's not necessarily shocking that he came back. I mean, he did mm. Obi-Wan and everything like that. And after yeah. he got overwhelming support from people, he was like, yeah, I'll do it again. Why wouldn't I? And right. So it was, it, I mean, it was always good to see him again. Absolutely. But it was also just yeah. like, this is right. He's yeah. back. It's good. Like, it, it felt good that he was back in yeah. that way. Like, they, he brought him, they brought him back in a correct way. Oh, yeah. Not like Palpatine, for example. <laughs> but that fight, though, that I really, really like the fight right before we meet, or right before we see Hayden Christensen, mm. where um, um, we see Sabine, or I think Sabine thinks Ahsoka, no, Ahsoka thinks Sabine is dead. Yes. Because Shin comes back after they had fought. And it was interesting to see that Ahsoka used, like, the force choke. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Like, that kind of, to me, still shows that she's not really, like, a jet, like, she's, a strong force user for sure but like she's always talked about how she's not really a Jedi anymore yeah and I think that kind of shows it but it's also definitely you can tell that she was Anakin's apprentice because she mm-hmm. was definitely acting emotionally yeah he had a habit of doing that yeah that's but, right like uh, I almost said like father like son but that's not the case <laughs> like teacher like a printer teacher and apprentice uh, master but, and student yeah master and student that's better, yeah, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah I thought that I thought that fight scene was really really cool and um, I am really happy that Sabine um, went with Balin. I mean, I, I kind of knew that was going to happen, but, like, yeah. it was still cool to see that, like, she essentially disobeyed Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, which I kind of, like, in the way, in the, you know, I, I feel like she kind of knew what she was doing to a degree. But she, had, was also, she had a bit of a plan, but it was also, like, if I destroy this, there's no chance of getting my friend back. Mm-hmm. So. Right. And no chance of episode five. <laughs> <laughs> Which was just... I, I have happened. nothing but good to say about it, and too many good things are running through my head. It was just fire all yep. the way. It happened. It finally happened. <laughs> it finally happened. We We've been talking got about... It. Sorry, go ahead. We got it. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> we got it. We... I think... When did we first talk about having Clone Wars flashbacks. I think it was during... I think it was before the show even came out. We were like, oh, we really hope there's some, like... Or maybe it was even told, like, there were going to be flashbacks or something like that. But we kind of thought that same thing with Obi-Wan, and then mm-hmm. we didn't. Right. So I'm like, maybe we'll have them this time around. Maybe we won't. But yeah. That was even before the show started. Right. And, man, did they do it well. <laughs> it was so good. I know. And is this... um Was this the first time we saw live-action clones, or... When we had the Order 66 uh, um, flashbacks, I think when, uh, was it in Kenobi? Oh, uh, I, I think Kenobi was the first time. Okay. I couldn't remember if they had said if they were yeah. CGI or not. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, like, what are you talking about? We had episode two and three with that. But no, you're right. Like, these were people mm-hmm. actually in armor and everything like that. Yeah. Right. And they look uh, great. Oh they God, look so they good. Look so good. <laughs> the, I gotta say, so, like, when you've got... You've got the Clone Wars flashbacks. You got young Ahsoka, who did freaking brilliant. I know. She was so good. And yeah. people were like, oh, she looks kind of young. But then you think about it, she was like 13, 14 when we first saw mm-hmm. her in the Clone Wars movie all right. those years ago. And like 13, 14 going into a war. Like, that's mm-hmm. how that would have looked. It's yep. not great. I know, yeah. But they even, 
Um, Not great to think about. It was great performance. That's, I, I'm getting my words twisted around, but it was great performance. Right. Oh, yeah. And um, they even talked about in the Clone Wars uh, movie, like back, I think, what was it, 2008? Yeah. Um, it's before the show started. Yeah, before yeah, before even the, the gloriness of the Clone Wars TV show. Um, they even talked about their, like, who's the young like they thought she was still a youngling she yeah. was still that young so like I think the live action iteration of her was like it was perfectly casted and she played didn't she play young Gamora she played and young Gamora yeah and then so, I the, think uh, I was talking to somebody and she was also just in the uh, the Barbie movie as well so she's oh really like, she's <laughs> working on some Dang. big projects I was gonna say that she's gonna, she's making that money oh yeah like, she's doing real money. well out there like literally the, the one of the top grossing films in Marvel yeah um, one of the I think Barbie is just now past a billion dollars in sales. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, like crazy it, amount. Right, and she's in Star Wars. In, yeah, you know, Star Wars is. I don't. I don't really know how well the Ahsoka show has been doing. I imagine pretty well. I'm but find out real quick because I think it did. I mean, it's sitting with seven point seven out of ten on IMDb, eighty six percent Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's sweet, looking good all around. Yeah. But that's just. Oh man, she did so good. Yeah. Um, Those. The Clone Wars flashbacks were some of the coolest scenes, and I loved the way they brought the Clone Wars into it. Like it's it's cool that they didn't just like you snap the like the scene changes and you're just in the Clone Wars. Yeah, like that. I, mean, I would have still liked it. It would have oh, still been dope. of course. But like the way they brought it, like she fall. I think what it had, like they were they were sparring. Yeah. Almost. And then is that when Anakin cut the bridge? Yeah. Underneath uh, in the world, uh, the world between the worlds. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, seeing uh, I'm getting ahead of myself with the they had a whole duel before we even saw before yeah. we even saw the, flat, the flashbacks, and um, Hayden Christensen is just like right where he left off. Oh, so good. It was so. And he was wearing like he got the Revenge of the Sith costume and everything uh-huh. too. I was just like, oh my yep. god, that's that's exactly. It. I was I was beaming. I was so happy. I know. I literally um, I was watching it, and I think. Um, it came out on a late Tuesday. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday night? They were coming out like Tuesday at nine o'clock or something. Yeah, like yeah. I, uh, I was like, I started watching it at ten o'clock. Or no, it was like eleven o'clock because I forgot. I like didn't even. I forgot that it had already come out. Yeah. And I was scrolling around on YouTube and I saw a screenshot or like a video of somebody, a big thumbnail about Hayden Christensen holding a red lightsaber. Mm. And I'm like, <laughs> so I was like, well, I had to watch it now. So yeah. before, I'm going to get it spoiled before like I even wake up. Mm-hmm. So I watched it and I, Katie had already had gone to sleep and they, <laughs> they started the episode and I was quiet the whole time while they were like saber battling. I was like just very silently taking it all just in. Just stunned. Yeah. And, when they fight and Anakin cuts the bridge that they're standing on and she falls and she just falls into the battle and you see a clone run by, I literally yelled. I was like, holy shit! And I woke up Katie. She goes, I think I did the same thing. I saw the clone run out of the dust. I was like, oh! yeah. and you could tell that wasn't like a composite, that wasn't CGI or anything. It's a real dude running with a uh, short DC-15. I was like, yeah, baby! I know. I was like, there's no way this is no way this is happening right now. Yeah. And more and more keep coming out of the uh, coming out of the dust. Yeah. And it was it was so well done. Mm-hmm. I, to me, it seemed like it was supposed to be like a vision, yeah. like a flashback. And um, 
it but the whole aura of the place looked like it it would like it was all it, you couldn't really see that much off into the distance yeah it was just the basics of like her memory working together like so seeing all the clones and mm-hmm. oh, seeing captain rex oh my god <laughs> like the first time you see him he's out of focus he's like in the back of the shot but you could see like see the blue something. the yellow the J guys you could see the pauldron on his shoulder and everything i was like Oh, no way that's him I know like, yes he's over there talking to Captain or to um, Anakin yeah I'm like oh my god I like couldn't stop gasping like I, I gotta was... say I was like I was I had a real big nerd moment I'm looking at it over here the that episode has the highest rating mm-hmm. uh, from imagine. IMDb out of all the episodes it's sitting at 9.1 out of 10 nice oh yeah I don't um, believe it <laughs> I had this I had this big nerd moment where I was like watching this go down I was just like yeah this is amazing but then I saw like Twi'lek soldiers running by. I was like, "Wait, just a damn minute!" I was like, "What battle is this?" Because like, people were thinking it's like Genosha's or Genosha, like Battle of Teth in the Clone Wars movie, where they're going up the mountain. Oh, and everything Teth, like that that would have been cool. Yeah, I, they. Some people were saying it was like the Battle of Ryloth, but I'm like, none of those would make sense because there were no Twi'leks there. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was just going way down the nerd rabbit hole. I was like, that doesn't make sense, but I was like. Yeah, I don't give a shit. It's yeah, still it's still really freaking cool. Yeah. Like, did they ever come out and say what it is supposed to be? I don't think so. I, if they did, I never look. Okay. I'm gonna find out. Yeah, but I really don't think they did. And hell, I don't really care. I'm like, this I was gonna is say, yeah. still amazing. Hey, it don't matter to me what battle it is. Like, I don't even care if it's a battle we've never even seen before. Yeah, like it was so good. It was so good seeing, the, and it was like just the again. It all made sense. Like, it's not like it was fan service. I mean, it was, in a way. But, like, yeah. it wasn't fan service just to be fan service. It was service. fan service with a point. Yeah. Like, there was a whole, like, reason we were seeing all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because, I think, like, the overlying... Wasn't there, like, an overlying thing that was always holding Ahsoka back because she felt guilty of yeah. Anakin falling to the dark side? Yeah. And, in a way, it this whole premise was to show that she's not really the... Re- like, I mean... Had she had not walked away, maybe she could have prevented him from turning to the dark side. Yeah. But like, she kind of saw that it's not her fault entirely. Yeah. So, finally got to get a little bit of closure on that. Right. But yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So this is saying that it was uh, the Battle of Ryloth mm. early in the Clone Wars. Interesting. But that, yeah, again, I don't down the, being there either. Down the like their rabbit hole, like they were part of that, but they were. Like, I just remember the episodes from season one. They were handling the space combat, mm-hmm. and then Kenobi and Mace Windu went down to the planet. So right. unless they're kind of, like, retconning some of that, or maybe it's just because it's a vision. Yeah. Could Again, be. doesn't really matter to me. I'm happy with it either way. Yeah, we still, yeah you still get Clone Wars flashbacks. And yeah. It's, oh, and Hayden Christensen wearing the early Clone Wars armor and everything like that looked really good. I know. that. Yeah, that looked great. Like, yeah. um... I mean, it looked just like how it did in the show. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, a sim- like making it real life. Like, that's imagine what I would imagine. The costuming like. department nailed it throughout yeah. through. It was so good. Absolutely. And yeah. they uh, they even gave him, like, the short hair that yeah. he had in the Clone Wars. That was good. Yeah. Um, God, it was just, just so perfect. Not enough, that it, not enough good things to say about it. Just all around, it was phenomenal. And then you got him walking away, because another battle starts up. Uh-huh. He disappears into some dust, and then an explosion happens, and he's Darth Vader. It was like, uh, oh my god. I know, right? Like, it's like a nightmare. Like, it felt like a oh, nightmare yeah. scene. Like, uh, almost a nightmare that Ahsoka was having. Yeah. And it's cool. That was so cool. And you see another one of those exact same imagery things when they, oh, yeah, yeah. When they duel again. 
Yeah. Oh, even before we get to that, though, it happened as well. <laughs> we got a big battle. Live action Siege of Mandalore. We got to <laughs> see it happen yep. again, and it was painful, but it was so good because you got to see like the actual. 332nd, the orange painted helmets and everything like mm. that. So, and then we heard Captain Rex speak in live action. He has cemented in place. I know. Very good, Commander. Oh, <laughs> I just, I was so happy. I know. Like, literally, I haven't, like, gone back to rewatch some Star Wars stuff in a while. Like, I rewatched The Mandalorian a ton when it first came out. Same. But I will admit, I've never actually gone back to rewatch, like, Andor or Obi Wan. Very much. I actually um, started rewatching Andor not too long ago, but I haven't I haven't picked up on that in a while. Really? But, yeah. I, might, I I think I still need to. I, it's been a, it's been a while since I've seen it. But like, this was the first thing. As soon as I got finished watching it, I was like, I'm watching it tomorrow. Yep, I'm gonna rewatch it literally tomorrow. <laughs> Gotta see it again. Relive it. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, it was so good. Like they, um, I really I think when the Siege of Mandalore started, do you remember how did how did it? transition into the Siege of Mandalore. Did it just show older Ahsoka? Uh, I think it did. I think it actually... Like, you see her walking, right? And then, um, she's, you can tell she's in battle. I think so, but I think it also may have gone away from them entirely, focused on, like, Hera and every, everybody looking for her, mm -hmm. um, and then went to... Oh, yeah, when they came back. I, I think that's how it went down. I'm not really sure. Um, I think you're right. I think that's, like... Because, um, um, I'm forgetting Hera's kid's name. Oh, uh... Jason. Jason, yeah. Yeah. I think she, he is, like, here and, like, starts to pick up on where she is. Yeah, I think that's... Oh, you know what? That might be... I think he's picking up on that a little bit, but she's kind of like, eh, it's, I'm working over here on something. And then when they're having their duel later on, he's hearing the lightsabers and the waves. Yeah. It was, ooh, it was I was gonna say, that was really so cool. deeply Force-sensitive. I know, right? Like, I can't wait to see what that turns... I'm sure they're gonna do something with also, him. I just gotta, I, I gotta show you this picture that's coming. Oh, there it is. There it is. There, he's back here in the background. Oh, he looks so good. And it's cool because he's even um, the Phase 1 clone armor. Yeah. Because uh, you don't... Uh, when we actually get to talk to him, and, or when you actually get to uh, see him up close and he talks, he's already in Phase 2. Yeah. His I gotta I gotta so find good. his phase two armor because for it being like normally you run into some of the problems where some of the things are in animation when you try to um, get it over to live action it looks kind of wonky right um, but first off like we're looking at a picture of uh, Hayden Christian and what's her name Ariana Greenblatt I think I'm gonna have to look that up mm -hmm. but her in the Siege of Mandalore armor and then him in his Revenge of the Sith kit oh they just look so great I know like. God, dude, imagine to, that would have been, I love that he was, um, when Anakin first walks in to check on her, Yeah, he goes, I don't recognize this battle. Yeah, oh my god. I know. Yeah. And then she goes, yep, it's the Siege of Mandalore. Yeah, she you weren't like, here. You guys went to help Palpatine or something. You, you were busy uh, chopping off Mace Windu's hand during this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were busy, you know, being an asshole. Mm -hmm. Like, again, there's just so many there good is, things yeah. to say. There's the man. Look at that. Now, I had a lot of, like, pictures come up in, like, the social media feeds about how, like, his upper arm armor here is backwards. Like, that's, Interesting. this little divot is supposed to be on the back of your arm. Uh-huh. But, I mean... Honestly, I'd never even noticed. <laughs> exactly, right? It's, like, it's such a small detail. Who's going to care? Like, 
someone's like, oh, those are at a 90 degree angle. It's supposed to be like on the back of your elbow, yeah. like protect your elbow. Protect your elbow, but also give you like full range of motion for uh-huh. But again, it's like, there's such small details compared to what we just got here. Right. Who cares? Uh-huh. It's just great. I know. It's it's Captain Rex, live action. Like, oh, <laughs> like just... literally one of the coolest characters from the Clone Wars it's brought just, to real life. So, oh my God, there's a ton of like, look at all these. This is all like, fan-made stuff but this is these are a bunch of cool oh, yeah. looking clone and stormtrooper renders and everything like that I, I mean, this is that's this awesome is, that's some awesome stuff i would that just makes me want to get clone armor now <laughs> just collect my own clone armor uh i remember sending you something through social media when like hasbro because hasbro puts out these helmets and i've got the mandalorian one over there right like they've got the um they announced their phase two clone helmet i was like I'm about to drop another hundred some odd dollars. Yeah, on this. like honestly, I would too. <laughs> yeah, I almost did. I've really thought about it one day. I was like, oh, I could do it right now. I think I had just gotten paid. I was like, I could do it right now, <laughs> but I shouldn't. Well, if it ever goes on sale, I say I'm or, about to revisit that conversation. Yeah, I was gonna say like maybe we uh, we just go real real quick and check. Yeah, maybe we check. <laughs> I mean, you know, what? I mean, to hell with it. I mean, why it might as well? But <laughs> um, but continuing on, the, 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 man, just. I, Clone Wars has always been my favorite mm-hmm. era of anything. Like, Same. Whenever we would talk Star Wars Battlefront 2, mm-hmm. the newer one, on console, PC, whatever, like, playing as clones was always my favorite thing. If I was anybody else, I was always like, man, I mean, the game is still fun, but mm-hmm. it's not the same. Right. But, like, it's just seeing that in live action on this huge budget and everything like that, and it looks just so good. Mm-hmm. Just made me the happiest. I was a, I was a kid in a candy shop that day. I all right, I know. I like literally couldn't stop smiling that entire episode. Yeah, so. and it made me want to go and play Battlefront two. And I think I, I did. I, <laughs> I think I, I got on and played Battlefront two for a little bit like uh, the next day. Um, I wanted to, but I was like, oh, it's already nine o'clock. Like I I gotta take care of some other stuff, and then I got work in the morning. Yeah, and maybe tomorrow. I think I did. I think yeah. I think I played uh, or hopped on and played a little bit of the the co op again. But oh god, that's um, it's fun stuff. Yeah, it is, and like, just being able to see that the fact that they could make the live action Clone Wars look so good, mm-hmm. um, and like seeing the ATATs or uh, the ATTEs in the background, yeah, um, I think they really have a good. And Hayden Christensen, after the show was done, after all of his episodes were recorded, he said that he would. 100% be willing to do more Star Wars. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Ian McGregor said he would too. Yeah. Oh my God! It's on sale. It's it's minus eight <laughs> percent. <laughs> right. Hey, that's you know it's not a hundred. You know it's, it's it's only double digits. I mean, what is the? Do they have a picture of the back of the helmet? Yeah, right here. Oh, it looks, that looks fantastic. That just it's so clean looking. Yeah, that's like a perfect replica. I know. That's like part of me almost wonders if they just got this and used it for like screen work before being like, all right, now make this line of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, to put out, yeah, it's it's possible. It, it could, but it's also just like. I mean, it looks straight up just like from the movie. Yeah, they must have worked really closely with like the costuming department mm-hmm. to make this work. I'm sure they did. Yeah, they. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if they have other factions or other um, like a two twelfth or a five hundred first clone helmet. Well, I think they're making a three thirty second. So Ahsoka's battalion. I think they're making that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's out yet. Gotcha. Oh, see, also, being able to see those guys in... <gasps> oh, my God, there it is. It, oh, it's expensive. Though. It oh, oh that's 132 e, That's $40 more expensive than the yeah, standard. Like the but one. it's not minus 8%. Oh, 
Oh, that's true. <laughs> but again, oh, it, it looks so paint, good. The it, paint job on that looks so good. And it looks like it's a literally because like in the show they literally just painted it on you know freehanded yeah. right before and they Ahsoka only, showed up. And they only did and about like this here. much here. Yeah. I think. Oh yeah. No, that so, looks perfect. That's like perfect, just perfect screen grab. Mm-hmm. And it was really really cool being able to see those guys in Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, cool little attention to detail the fact that they had in there because they easily could not have they, they could have yeah, just they... kept it like make sure that you know that it's Siege of Mandalore and that's it yeah but yeah that's just it, it's perfect Dave, Dave Filoni is in charge of the show and you can tell yeah he's in charge of the he's, show <laughs> he's in charge of the show and he's not taking no for an answer no I, exactly he's like, like hey I'm putting three thirty second clones in the background here you can't tell me otherwise and they're like done take the money yep literally I don't understand why they don't make him in charge of everything Star Wars production. I maybe they... I don't know. Maybe they've offered it and he declined it. But it's like, entirely possible, yeah. I think he definitely should be because, yeah. I mean, I think the results speak for themselves. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is one of the highest rating Star Wars shows that have come out, so... Uh-huh. And one that, like, not even rating-wise, but one that the fans have all rallied behind mm-hmm. and been like, this was amazing. Yeah. Like, TikTok, for example, oh my gosh, like, the whole week after Episode Five had dropped... It was nothing but nothing but those clips. Yeah. And um, going into uh, what happens after the Siege of Mandalore, is you oh. see uh, you see Hayden Christensen with a freaking red lightsaber. He's like he like steps forward from Ahsoka, and when he turns around, he like ignited the lightsaber, and it's bright red. I was like, I know, Here right? We go. He's like, or you will die. Oh, man. And then it has like that um, the flashback. He like kicks her out of the flashback yeah. back into the the world between the worlds. That world. was so well done. It was. It it had another one of those little flash uh-huh. moments that you talked about, where um, you get to see him walk and it like thunders and lightnings, and he, he like flashes into Vader for a second, and then comes back to. I didn't rec- in- I didn't realize this the first time I was watching it through, but when he's walking, he like says, "You lack conviction," mm-hmm. and it had um, his voice mixed with Vader. What really? Yeah. I actually don't think I. Ever I'm gonna that see if I can find that clip. I, if we get struck for anything <laughs> on, on Spotify, yeah. I'm shocked. <laughs> if I can find, it, maybe I'll just keep it low or something. I don't know. You uh, like conviction? It was like I was just I. I don't even know where I found that, but I, I just looked it up and I was like, <gasps> oh "That's God. really cool." Uh, let's see here. What's I just on? think like honestly, and what's funny is I still think this was for sure my favorite moment of the show but this is just episode five there's still three more episodes of yeah. awesome awesome stuff i think the three episodes after this were like this was a gift to clone wars fans mm-hmm. the next three were gifts to, to rebels, rebels fans, fans. Yeah. yeah because i mean we'll just 100 we'll just jump into it if i can't find it um okay like and j- we get thrown back yeah and it was Man, so well, what a way to come back. So well delivered. I know, and like, I like to think that Dave Filoni knew episode five was going to be huge. Like, everyone was going to love it. And I know that he probably was like, you know, everyone's going to be talking about episode five, yeah. but we still have more to tell in the story, so it's got to also be just as impactful, if not more. Yeah. Um, and I will say, it's very hard to beat, and in my, in my humble opinion, I think that um, I still like Episode 5 was still my favorite part of the show. But, uh, oh, did we find it? I think I found it. Okay. So, like, you've got, this is kind of the end of the Siege of Mandalore fight. Yeah, he literally just kicks her back into the wall between. I love the rippling. 
Oh, I heard it. Oh my god, you can totally hear, like, it's like the robotic sound from Vader. Like, his voice is just straining with the modulation. Uh -huh. Oh, that's so well done. It really, like, god, like... Filoni pays attention to every small detail that he's gonna throw at people and just mm -hmm. turns it up to 11. Right. It's so good. Like, he know. like, I don't think anybody could have made this, that scene and this sequence of events as well, and, like, as impactful as they actually were. Part of me wonders if they were looking for other people to handle this series... But because Ahsoka is like his brainchild, he's like, that's on me. And they were like, done. <laughs> yeah. Sir. Yes. <laughs> you are God in Star Wars uh, in Star Wars media. So They're just like, yes, master. Yeah. So Take whatever you say, it goes. Yeah. Like, I feel like even George Lucas is like, yeah, no, you got it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you are the word of law here. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, part of the reason why um, I think George, or he... I know Dave Filoni talks with George Lucas a lot about their ideas, <laughs> and um, I know people. Some people may disagree. Um, some people may agree that George Lucas he's got like such brilliant ideas yeah. for the Star Wars, and some people say that he just doesn't really know how to tell the story very well. It's possible, and I can see what I can see their argument for sure. Yeah. I think Dave Filoni is a storyteller. Like he uh, yes. he knows how to tell a good story. Yeah. And good I, uh, yeah. Well, it's like George Lucas asked for him personally, I think, when he really? was when Dave Filoni was still working on Avatar. Really? Okay. And so I think he was like, This guy knows how to tell a really good story. We've got this thing we want to do. Let's see what his, his like his take would be on it and see if maybe that lines up with what we want to do. Maybe mm -hmm. I might be stretching that a little bit. I just remember him talking about that in the um Mandalorian documentary mm -hmm. almost he was yeah. just like he, he said he, like he got the call from them and he thought it was a prank <laughs> from some of the other guys at Nickelodeon uh -huh. and so he was like oh yeah yeah haha but then he was like they were like no yeah George Lucas wants to talk to you like he, he's asking if this is you like if you're the guy he goes you, you have no idea how much the guy I am <laughs> yeah. he was just like flustered and everything trying to recover it but uh -huh. yeah I mean he got the job and Damn, dude! Fifteen years later, he's making brilliant. I was going to say he is still cooking after eight after fifteen freaking years. Yeah, and I mean, even longer, like with Avatar, like his mastery it knows no bounds. Yeah, I know, and like the Avatar show is brilliant. It's so good. Yeah, and I actually didn't watch it until COVID. I think we Neither talked did about I, that yeah. before. Um, and I think we also talked about too. I love that there's a clone in the five hundred first that yeah. has the air the Airbender symbol. Apo. Is it Oppo? Is yeah. that his name? Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, that is so cool to me. Um, that's so good. It's but, a good little Easter egg there. Yeah, for sure. If any of uh, any Avatar fans, definitely go back and watch. I know you 100 percent see him on the the uh, see the um, darkness on Umbara arc. Yeah, uh, but I bet you probably see him throughout the. I, th I think you see him throughout the show a few other maybe times, a couple but, times. Yeah, not very often. I think it's really when they're in the phase two armor you see him. More. Yeah, that's when they they got like all their yeah. um, custom paint. And stuff oh, on yeah. them too, but, um, but yeah, he is fantastic. And I, I had a feeling, I have a feeling that he probably thought season five was going to be super popular, and it was. <laughs> and he wants to be able to have a good ending to the show, and he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He's, I swear, he, he is like, it's something. Like, there's nobody that can tell a better story, in my opinion. Yeah. Than Dave Filoni, but he just sits down, and Yoda appears in his living room. It's just like. <laughs> Let's work. Yeah, I know. Like, he literally, like, is in tune with the Force in real yeah. life. <laughs> he, oh, my God. He is Mortis. Yeah, like, he literally... If anything were to happen to this man... 
a Star Wars community would be hurting. Let's not even. Let's, let's not even think about let's that. Let's not even yeah. go there. I know, right? Like, <laughs> there's still many Star Wars, many yeah. years of Star Wars left. Oh yeah, and he's got he's got some more cooking to do. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he 100 um, percent is. But yeah, but again, like jumping to his other brainchild of the last couple episodes, the last three episodes, mm-hmm. um, being gifts to Rebels fans. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about earlier, Thrawn makes his Thrawn coming back grand debut. I know. Uh, and my God, like. When he first came on screen in Rebels, you knew something was going on because they brought in an organ. Uh-huh. They were just like, they played the sinister music. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. So this even is... if you didn't read Legends or anything like that, you know like this is a big deal. Yeah. So. Like, you can tell that this dude is not, he's like another, like, Tarkin. Is he higher ranked than Tarkin? I, I don't can know. never remember. Like, Tarkin is a Grand Moff, but then he's a Grand Admiral. I don't know which is higher in the Star Wars world. I think okay. Admiral might be lower than that. I'm just telling you before we start, I got this to look stuff up, and this is exactly what we needed. Yeah. Uh, so. um, but yeah, like in Rebels, he was so sinister. The way he talks is like the voice actor for the guy is incredible. And the fact that he came back yeah. for live action is even better. Um, but like the way that he talks, it's he just sounds so sinister and intelligent. Like this man can almost like he's friendly. But yeah. he's, he's not. Yeah, <laughs> he's, just, he's got not. such a like a reverence for everything, mm-hmm. just to use it to destroy people he's fighting against. Yeah, it's super well done. Yeah, and like it's there aren't that many tactical minds in Star Wars that I feel like you get a whole lot of screen time. You have Grand Moff Tarkin, but like, yeah. to be quite honest, he's only in live action. He's only in Episode Four for. He's only, yeah, he's only in episode four for maybe ten minutes max. Yeah, and then he's in Rogue One for less. Yeah, so it's like right in Rogue One, he's just kind of a bully. He just takes the Death Star from mm-hmm. um, what's his name, taking uh, the credit for it from Krennic. Krennic, yeah. yeah. I need to watch Rogue One again. I was talking about that with somebody. It was probably Christian actually. I was talking about that with him the other day. Uh huh. And I was like, dude, I haven't seen that movie in forever. Or maybe I was even listening back to the We're Angry. Uh-huh. Yeah, we talked about it a little uh-huh. bit on there. Yeah, uh, that one, that's a really, really good Star Wars movie. Yeah. But. So, let's see. It's seen, I, I don't know who this person is, but I'm, I'm looking at a thread on Reddit because somebody asked that question, uh, which had more power. Uh, according to Wikipedia pages on both Grand Admirals and Grand Moss, it seems Grand Admirals hold superiority in regards to rank when compared to Moss, but only by one degree. So he's barely outranking oh, really? Tarkin. That's insane. Interesting. Maybe Tarkin's got a little more... Yeah. This way, just because he's been around Palpatine and Vader for longer. Right. Could know. be. Do you, I'm trying to think back. It's been a long time since I've watched Rebels, but yeah. is there any time where they're actually interacting with each other, Grand Moff Tarkin? And, oh, yeah, yeah. There's there? a couple. Okay. Um, like, they're about to launch an attack on the Rebel base oh, somewhere, and uh-huh. like he's Thrawn's bringing that to Tarkin, being like, listen, we're about to do this, and like I need... I need you to know that. And Tarkin's like, yeah, well, if you can, capture the leadership and everything. And mm-hmm. I love Thrawn was just like, yeah, well, you know, quite frankly, in this kind of battle, it may not be possible. And uh-huh. he was like, you're talented. Dude, bring us prisoners. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, you can, you can do it. Yeah, like, it's like, I, oh, okay. Right. And it's really cool, like, just a little background on him that he loves to study people, like, the ancestry and art yeah. behind uh, his enemies so, like, he can get, like, an upper hand on them. And maybe come off as somebody that is like friendly in a way, let their guard down, and then yep, cuts them and like gets them good. But like sneaky boy, he is a sneaky boy. Yeah, um, like like I said, his the way they brought him back was so good. Yeah, and at first 
a little, like, it seemed like it was a little scary because, like, there was rumors going around that, like, all his soldiers were dead. Yeah. And just being kept alive by the witches. Yeah, I remember, I think we might have been talking about that, just, like, off air, we were talking about that on, like, just about whatever. I was like, I don't know if that's actually the case, because some of them are probably, some Mm -hmm. of them are probably dead. Yeah. But, like, they all looked like they were alive, but then it was, I mean, we'll get to it eventually. They become undead. Yeah, right. Later down the line. Yeah. Like, he had two death troopers that were absolutely... They were zombies. They were zombies. Like, (laughs) I was re-watching some Walking Dead, and, like, hearing them on that screen, I was just like, oh my god, those are zombies. Those are, like, honest to god. They, like, straight up brought them out of the Walking Dead. Like, yeah. And it was scary. They got like, some zombie actors from The Walking Dead, put some death troops uh, on and said, go! Right, right. And, like, it was scary. Yeah. Like, they were gross looking. Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was terrifying. Yeah, but I, I think it was cool, too. It's, uh, I saw somewhere where Thrawn always, like, looked after his men and, like, made sure that they stayed alive, tried not to keep them in, or put them in danger, mm-hmm. even though he said that when he first got introduced to him that a lot of them had dwindle his numbers have dwindled over yeah. the years um but you hear them all like chanting his name mm-hmm. which is like a, like almost like a cult <laughs> i don't know if it's canon or not but i saw something a while back that was like thrawn's men were so loyal to him that there were rumors going through the empire that if something were to happen those men would stay loyal to thrawn rather than the empire all and right. this really just showed that uh-huh. oh yeah like, for sure I mean especially like you're in unknown space you have no idea where you are the only person like the only leadership you have is your admiral like you're gonna kinda stick to him and it, especially if you were already loyal to him before right you're gonna be even more so now I was gonna say yeah so, if anything they just like are more loyal like you said yeah. more loyal to him and don't wanna leave like they look up to him as somebody that knows what he's doing mm-hmm. so when they're in a completely unknown like unknown area of course it makes sense that they still stay loyal. Yeah. They're like, and, all right, what's the plan? Yeah, it's not like they can escape. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> where are they going to go? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it's not like we can get home. Right. Uh, it's a lot like um, the 501st and Anakin. Like, they yeah. really loved him because he wasn't going to ask them to do anything he wouldn't do. Right. And so it's like, they were deeply loyal to him, but I think they were different in that they were more loyal to the Republic. They were programmed mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, but, I mean, they were humans, so they could make their own choices, but right. like, they were still overwhelmingly loyal to the Republic. Right, for sure, and that was like, you got to really see that in Umbara, uh, in the Umbara arc in the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. Because, like, and, like, even, I think Captain Rex was like, yo, he's, uh, Anakin's, like, always up here with us, like, what are you doing? I think like, that, yeah, I think that was Fives. That was oh, no, it was Fives. That's yeah. one of the reasons I loved him, because he was just like, hey, look. Skywalker's plans were risky too, but they worked. And he was like, "Yeah, but he's up here. He's yeah. not back there." I know he's not watching. Like he's yeah. up there, like killing, like and helping. He's not us. up there with two pairs of arms crossed. Like we're not doing a good enough job. He's got his sword out and he's up here. I know, right? Like people were terrified of him. Yeah. So, like, of course, like you know, it makes sense that he's going to be loyal and look after his like look after his men and yeah. you know. But yeah, it was just really, really good to see how to see how they brought him back yeah. and. The fact that they made um, that Thrawn is the voice actor that played him in Rebels. See, there was a lot of thoughts that it wasn't going to be him for a while because Star Wars was like, oh, we're looking for somebody else, we're looking for somebody else. And then Comic-Con comes out, the trailers showed, and like you only get the back of Thrawn's head. And then that the voice actor, Lars McKelson, walks out on stage and everyone loses their minds. So right. Like, it is him! I know, right? Like Nobody I, could have done it better than he could. No. 
I the only thing is like I think they were worried that he didn't match like the physical physique of him in Rebels. Oh sure, but like even then they still made him look just like he did in Rebels. Yeah, um, and like he sound you know obviously it's the same voice so like it would just be so weird to have somebody else's Thrawn yeah. not do not hearing that voice. It's almost like if somebody was a different voice of Vader. Yeah, like it wouldn't work. It's like it's one of those things where it's, it's been. I don't remember how long they had said it had been in terms of like when Thrawn and Ezra disappeared, but like. You can see a little bit of age on mm-hmm. Thrawn. Just a, not yeah. too much, but you can tell he's aged a bit. Yeah, a and little so wear like, on his armor, or on his uh, yeah. uniform as well. And, like, his hair's a little further back and everything like that. Like, he's he's older, yeah. but not so much that it would be out of the realm of possibility for Lars McKelson to play him. Mm-hmm. Like, right. anything that just adds a little bit more realism to it, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. I think, yeah, and if... Just being able to like hear his voice, and like he wasn't even really on screen that much, anyways. Um, yeah, not really. Like he was like most of the time that he was on screen, it was just him talking, which yeah. was fine because you oh. know he's got one of the he coolest is a voices. Master of dialogue. I know. Like it was, it was so just. It was like a flashback, you know. Like yeah. you said, it was a really good, ti- a really good thing for the Rebels fans. Yeah, because they were able to just like hear his voice because he was so good in Rebels. Yeah, like, I might honestly cool. go back and watch Rebels tonight. Like, <laughs> I, go back and start watching some I more. was watching some of the episodes with him and I was like, I have, I just can't get enough of the dude's voice. Yeah. He's so well done. Oh yeah, I mean, it's just like Vader's voice. Like, it's so yeah, iconic. Right. Yeah. So, anybody that like hears his voice and has watched anything of Rebels or, they probably will know his voice. Yeah. That it, you know, it's Thrawn's. Yeah. Um, and yet, for for as little as we see him on screen, like, actually, not, like, actually doing anything, but, like, we just don't see him on screen that often, but, like, not a minute of it is wasted time. Like, it's no. not like, oh, we're throwing him on there because, hey, it's Thrawn. It's uh-huh. like, if he's on screen, there's a reason for it. Like, he's doing something. Yeah. Like, he's, like, planning an attack, planning a way to get back. Yeah, um, he's looking at battlefield data. And yeah. Like, oh, my God. It was really, in like, here, like, because he's always talked to, like, everyone's always talked about how he's an analytical guy. Like, yeah. he's so, like, it's really hard to outsmart him. And here he is, literally in his free time, he's looking at an iPad, looking at uh, <laughs> like looking at all the battle techniques. Yep. And um, one of my other favorite moments of that show. Oh my god, Thrawn's an iPad kid. Thrawn is an iPad kid. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Um, he was looking at, he goes, you know, bring me everything on Ahsoka that you have. Yeah. And I, as soon as he said that, I was like, he's going to find out mm-hmm. who, his, who our apprentice is. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> I love how he's looking, and then he looks at um, Morgan for yeah. like a few seconds, and she and he's like, "Anakin Skywalker was her apprentice," <laughs> and, and she's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Oh God, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm screwed." <laughs> I've never seen someone read something have an "oh shit" expression so fast. <laughs> yeah, he's so like, literally like, "Oh God," <laughs> um, but um, I was reading something too where people were like. He wasn't scared. He was intrigued. And while yes, he probably was intrigued, he was also probably like, well, he, was he knows Vader. Intriguingly like, afraid. Yeah, like he knows that Ahsoka is probably not one to be trifled with. Yeah. Like, because he didn't know anything about Ahsoka, really. Yeah. Um. So I see, I'm a little bummed because like it's said, and I think it's canon that they like Thrawn and Anakin met during the Clone Wars. I think so. We just haven't seen that, and I'm really bummed that we haven't because yeah. that would be incredible. It'd be to really see. cool. Hoping, I'm, I'm, I'm praying. I'm hoping. I'm manifesting. Could we see that in Tales of the Jedi? 
Oh my god. That, that would be would a perfect be episode. So good. That would be so perfect. It would be just like how Tarkin and Anakin knew yeah. each other. From the what was the, the Oh the prison, Citadel. The Citadel, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be something sim- something small, just so they know who they are. I think it would be cool if they focused on it from the perspective of Ahsoka or Anakin, like walking through a Venator's hallways, interacting with clones and everything, get to the bridge and it's like Admiral Yularen, and then he's talking with somebody and he's like, oh yeah, this is one of the new like lieutenants or colonels or something that's going to be leading this Star Destroyer. His name is Thrawn. Uh-huh. And it's yeah. like, oh my god. That would honestly... I couldn't think of a more perfect place for, to do that at. Would be that would be so perfect to have yeah. Tales of the Jedi have him being in there. Like, and I wonder though. So he knows that he's Anakin, but I wonder how he knew he was Vader. Very few people did, but I think he. But like, I think he knew. He did. Um, I think Legends uh-huh. said he knew. I just don't remember how he knew. Yeah, I'm trying. He to found remember. out about it somehow. I don't know if it was like through some database or whatever. But... Right, or maybe through Tarkin. Oh, um, maybe. Yeah. I won't, because, well, then again, I wonder how Tarkin knows. Maybe oh, if you yeah, Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's just a chain of secrets being told. Uh huh, yeah. I mean, it's very possible. Yeah. Um, just like how Reva knew, but Reva, oh, yeah. sadly, <laughs> found uh, out the hard way. <laughs> yeah, she found out about it after getting stabbed through. <laughs> and then it just never left. Yeah. yeah. I guess that wouldn't, though, that wouldn't necessarily leave your head after knowing, oh, I just got stabbed by Anakin Darth Vader. By freaking, yeah, by Anakin Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> Anakin Darth Vader Smith. Yeah. <laughs> so, it would, it would be really cool to find out how they kind of knew each other. Yeah, but that would be neat. I love, though, that he was just like, I definitely think he was a little bit, even if people are like, yeah, he was just intrigued, not scared. I think he was a little nervous. Because, like, he's like, well, shit, we're trapped here with the apprentice of Anakin. Yeah, like, he, he was scared. Something bad could very easily happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's only fair. We'll talk about Thrawn a great deal. Mm-hmm. With getting him back, that means we got Ezra back. We got another guy back, too. Yeah. He, I gotta find the dude's name, because he did... For, we don't see him a whole lot, because it's coming on the tail end of the series mm-hmm. but he did a phenomenal job what that dude that played Ezra it was so perfect I don't know like I don't know what the actor's name is but yeah. I thought he captured um why am I not finding him let's see I, th- I thought he captured the older Ezra that we see at the end after Kanan is killed yeah uh, like he's a little bit more wise he's still got that kiddish attitude and stuff like that yeah but we, I think you you can tell that he's grown a lot over the years that his he's been is, gone name uh, is Iman Esfandi gotcha. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that but I think that I think that's right uh huh cool um, he that was yeah. so good like he did such a good job of playing he did Ezra a really good job yeah and I love the the force is my own yeah, I love that line. That's, He's like, "Will you take a like take the lightsaber? I've got the force. Yeah, go that's ahead. all I need, my dude." Like, <laughs> He's like uh, I can do this. Now, I would also love. I'm not sure if we'll get it. I don't know where it would fit in. Um, but I'm just curious how he and Thrawn escaped, and how Thrawn wasn't able to find him, or if Thrawn was even trying to find him. Oh, you know, because like they were together in the Star Destroyer last yeah. we saw them. And then we find him again, they're both separate, and he doesn't know where Ezra is. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm just curious what kind of went on in between there. I'm too, yeah. It's like, I surely... almost wonder if he just, like, you know, the Pergo pull him out of hyperspace in the planet, and then Ezra just books it for an escape pod. But mm-hmm. even then, like, they'd be able to track it. Right. But... And you'd think that they'd been in exile for so long 
that that would be Thrawn's only mission. Like, yeah. obviously, he would probably know that he's trapped. And maybe after he gives up on trying to leave, that he's like, all right, well, let me at least find Ezra. Like, I wonder if that's what people thought was going to happen at first. I kind of did, was that, like, Ezra would be waging, like, a one-man war against Thrawn and his troops. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. trying to finish off what he started almost. But then it's like, then you would have to command an entire Star Destroyer to get home, and you have no idea where you are. Right. And you have no coordinates for how to get home. You're stuck there still. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're stuck, and there's, you know, nothing really you can do. You got a sick um, house now, but like right, yeah, that's about like all. yeah. And, um, I thought it was interesting too that the Purgle only go there to die. Yeah, that was spooky. It was. Uh, yeah. What makes sense why there wouldn't be Purgle to just take them back? Yeah, because they're they're going yeah. there to die. Like they can't leave. That's like the, that's the end point of their lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the only way they're the only way the Purgle are coming to this planet is to die. Yeah. Um, but like, um, yeah, it was just, it just. Was not really strange. I'm just curious. I just yeah. really want to know, like, why Thrawn just didn't. Nothing wrong. Try to... They would just want to know why. Yeah. Want to know what happened. Right. And maybe they did. I did catch something when Ezra, when Sabine finds Sabine finds Ezra, and um, which it was a cool. I kind of knew when Sabine found those people. Like the I forgot what they're. Did they even say what the name of those people were they called? Did uh, but I don't remember. No armadillo Wait, places. Natoli, Natal. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, when she found him, I knew that Ezra, I had a feeling. I was like, oh, Ezra's going to for sure be with him. Yeah. And then sure enough, uh, he was. And then, um, but I did catch something about how Ezra said they never stay in the same place. They're yeah. always like on the move. Yep. Um, so that might be a reason why Thrawn wasn't able to find him. But Could be, yeah. I wonder if that's just something like he taught them or they taught him. Like if mm. he had just been kind of on the move the entire time and was like, hey, I can live with these people while we're moving. Yeah. Maybe. Right, and I don't know. I just would like to just know really what was going on for those however many years they were yeah. off in the other galaxy. Because I don't know. It, to me, it would just make sense that Thrawn would make it his dedication to try and find him. Yeah, but and maybe he was, and maybe Ezra was just that good at avoiding him. Could be, but yeah. who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's, it's phenomenal. I don't yeah. know. and like I saw a lot of people saying like, "All right, so Obi Wan is space Jesus." This like this adult version of Ezra is like space Moses. Yeah, he, he looked like, like Moses. I was like, like huh? He lived in yeah. yeah, like um, there's like a lot of the one of the videos. This uh, there's an account called Screen Crush mm. that I like to watch. He breaks down the episodes after each one comes out. Yeah, and um, they talk about a lot of there's a lot of references and inspiration. It seems like from ancient religions. Mm-hmm. Um, that are just go th- all throughout these shows, um, so <laughs> they just look like Space Moses. Like, so in a way, can you grow a beard and a mustache specifically to look like you're a New Age Moses? Yeah, like, like pretty much. All yeah. he needs is a little staff. <laughs> but I guess these guys like lightsaber it. staff. Yeah. Well, I guess he doesn't have his lightsaber. He didn't have a lightsaber with him, did he? That's true. No, he didn't. Because um, Sabine kept trying, like, yo, it's yours. Take it. <laughs> yeah. Would you take this back? Yeah, like, and he goes, the Force is my ally. <laughs> Which was so fun. I love that. But honestly, though, I kind of would have loved to see a lightsaber <laughs> duel between him and, oh, I know Shin finds them. Yeah. Um, it would have been cool to see that. And <laughs> my favorite things is Shin rolls up to their place with a bunch of stormtroopers and, like, I got you. Yeah. And then, literally, uh, they just take them all out. Yep. <laughs> and then Shin's, like... It just runs away. <laughs> well, I love how like Thrawn was even watching that battle go down and was just watching the dots disappear. He's like, oh, all right. Yeah. We're okay here. Pull back. Yeah, like, he literally was like, 
I'm not worried. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've got time. That, that's exactly it. He's like, eh, we got more time. We're yeah. okay. They can come back. Right. And like, that was his thing, though. It's like, he explained to Morgan, because I think Morgan was like, yo, yo, you're like losing a bunch of people right now. And he goes, there's just a distraction. Well, he's like, you're losing people and you're not sending in enough to deal with these guys. Like, you're, you're not doing this right. He is. Just trying to buy time. Like, yeah. We just need time to finish what we're doing here, and then we're going to get on out of here, and everything's going to be, they're gonna be trapped. Yeah. yeah, and they're going to be trapped here, and there's nothing they can do. Like, yep. That's his tactical mind at work right there. Oh, yeah. Um, even though it didn't really work. <laughs> it didn't work the way we thought it wanted to work. Yeah. It worked exactly how we wanted it. Right, and like I think it's cool that Ahsoka and Sabine get trapped. Yeah. Like I thought that was, like, in my happy ending prediction would be they all make it and they all get back to the galaxy and Thrawn's yeah. back with them. But, like, um, the fact that they get stuck there. Like, there's going to be a lot of interesting things that happen now because we're going to see that whole new galaxy. And um, one of the things that was I was talking about earlier was you see those... You see Balin find those statues of the father, mother, son, and daughter force people. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that has a deep connection somewhere. Uh, it's deeply connected with the Star Wars main galaxy that we know of. Yeah. So I'm really curious to see what that's going to kind of go into. Oh, yeah. And we'll, we'll keep diving into some of this. Um, we're just about out of time for yeah. this, sep- this section. Right. But, um, still a few more things to talk about, and then we'll, uh, we'll finish it out. Hell, Yeah. We're back. Um, I'm trying to think. So we get Ezra back in episode six, and then episode seven is so. the one where they're fighting with Shin, like yeah. we just talked about and kind of wrapped mm-hmm. up there. I think so. And then, um, what were you saying? Is, is seven the finale? Or, no, no, there was eight, right? There, there was, was eight, eight episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, because the finale was just nonstop. Great. I know. That it was, was just so good. Yeah, it was really cool to see. Uh, Thrawn send all of those stormtroopers at him to, to prevent them from getting into the uh, the Star Destroyer. Yeah. And Ahsoka, Sabine, and Ezra just all just going ham. Just yeah. killing them. And then, the undead. The, that was like, <laughs> They rise up again. It was so cool to see all three of them like, light up the lightsabers. Because uh-huh. you've got Sabine with the green, Ahsoka with the white, and then Ezra builds another one he, that looks exactly like Kanan's lightsaber. I know, I right? I love that homage. I love that we get a name drop of Kanan, yeah. too. Um, in that, um, what's the droid? I forget the droid. Oh, Hu Yang. Hu Yang, yeah. Oh, he's he, so good. He literally knows who, I love that he knows who Kanan was. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that's just cool that Hu Yang just knows. I, I didn't realize that he's in the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, like, never put that together. He was in, like, four-episode arc in season five, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's like, cool. It was one of those things where, um, like, they brought him in because it was, like, focusing on these younglings getting their kyber crystals and yes. building their lightsabers. They go to Ilum, don't they? Yeah. Or, yeah, Ilum. Uh-huh. Uh, so, like, they're building their lightsabers and everything, and then he comes in, uh, I think, in the second episode of that arc, because that's when they're actually starting the construction. Uh-huh. That's where we see Gunji for the first time. Oh, the Wookiee cool. Jedi. Yeah, that's right. That dude oh. was awesome. And we get to see him again in Bad Batch, don't we? And being amazing. That's right. And okay. Rebels. Oh, no. Do we? we no. We never we saw him in Rebels. Rebels. We but Bad Batch. I looked up. I didn't even look it up, actually, and I think about it. I saw something. I think it was just appeared on social media one day. We're getting way off track again, but that's not <laughs> <what I'm sorry>. um, <laughs> Apparently, something was like Gunji, like, after the Bad Batch and everything, apparently became like the successor to this Wookiee named Tarful. Who oh, was yeah. like, yeah. That's from, a, uh, is that Chewbacca's dad? 
I don't know if it's his dad, but he's like he was like the leader of the Wookiee army. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. At least like in the Republic Commando game. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, he's in uh, Jedi Fallen Order as well. Oh yeah. When you go to Kashyyyk. Yeah, I forgot about. So <laughs> I need to play that game again. Like uh, I haven't played it in so long, and I've, I've run into some tech problems with my Xbox. Oh really? Oh yeah. man. I need to play Survivor. I haven't played Jedi Survivor. Oh really? I haven't. I played like the first maybe a couple hours of it, and then I just haven't got back into it. I don't know what it is. I need. I, I kind of just. I'm thinking like either I'm going to like upgrade consoles and play it myself, or I'm just gonna watch someone play through it. Mm-hmm. But either way. Yeah. I'm gonna see it happen. Yeah, for sure. But um, but apparently Gunji became like the successor to Tarful almost. Huh. It was like leading. I'm gonna Ooh. try and find that just to give some credibility to what I'm saying. But, yeah. Um, I was just like I was really impressed. But yeah, like um, Hu Yang being brought in to live action. I couldn't tell for the life of me if it was like if it was like a practical droid they built or like it probably Oof. is like CGI or uh-huh. like a big a mix of Maybe. both. But like. Just looked so good and like real, and they were interacting with it and everything. I was like, "Yeah, that looks just straight up real." Yeah, he looked great. Um, I lo- his voice was so like I don't know what it was. It was so soothing. Yeah, <laughs> um, and he was funny. Like, yeah. Star Wars always has funny droids, and I hey, love man, it. And that's David Tennant for you. He's oh a, yeah, he's a funny guy. Sweet. Yeah, him and him and K three or K two. Oh yeah, K two. Yeah, those two are my like. Besides R two D two and C three PO, they're just too OG. But like those guys are some of my favorite. This is my favorite characters. Yeah, he was just he was he was just a great character to have along. And you know he's a what did they say he was like twenty five thousand years old or something like that. Something he's been around that. forever, mm-hmm. so he's seen all sorts of lightsaber combinations. And so yeah. Ezra's building his. He's just like that's not where that goes. You're doing this wrong. He goes, I know what I'm doing. They're just having this bickering uh-huh. argument back and forth. It was so funny. Yeah, and like I like that he, Ezra like didn't really like him. It seemed like until he mentioned that he knew Ezra, that he knew um, Kanan. Yeah, he seemed like he didn't like him too much. Yeah, but, but then he's like, Oh, you know, you knew Kanan. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay then. Like he's like, All right, you're good. <laughs> we're good then. Yeah. yeah. It's just like that. All right, we're, co- yeah. we're good. Guys. Yeah, like literally, we were the Canyon Gang, like you know, <laughs> like <laughs> Canyon Fan Club, right? Um, yeah, I'm not finding anything about. I, maybe I pulled it out of nowhere. Somebody just made it up, but I'm not finding anything about Gunji becoming the successor. So maybe okay. I made it up. I'm not. I mean, I would make it would make sense if he yeah. uh, if he did, but yeah. Oh well, that's a, that's okay. I'll keep looking, and if I do find it, I'll I'll send it to you or. Do something I don't know. Yeah. There's music playing. I was gonna say there's probably like an ad play yeah. or something. I don't know. Oh, it's from up here. Oh. Alright. We figured it out. We're good. We're good. Um Yeah, so I, I, th- yeah, um, I think we were talking just a little bit about the last of uh, the season finale. Yeah. Like okay. you, it was cool to see the new lightsaber that Ezra built. Yeah. So shiny blue. I know, right? I love it's a good crisp blue lightsaber. Yeah. Green used to be my favorite, but I think, excuse me, I think blue is not my favorite. Yeah, I like blue or purple. I love purple lightsabers. I still gotta go with the dark saber. That's oh yeah, the dark saber <laughs> is still. You can't be the dark. But saber. outside of that, yeah, blue or uh, I, I did always like in episode uh, Attack of the Clones, like Mace Windu's purple lightsaber is just like bright purple, mm-hmm. and I loved it. It was just so good. It was if crisp. I if I ever get to go to Disney and build a lightsaber. 
go with a purple lightsaber. It's either purple or dark saber. Or the dark saber. I think you can. I think you can build the dark saber, or you can buy one there. That's like a good quality one, like the regular lightsabers. You All right, cool. We're booking a trip right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at flights. Yeah. I would literally fly down there, go to Disney for the day, and not even sleep there and come home. I gotta go win in a combat. That's all it's gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> you see like a little kid walking around with it like, sorry little one. I challenge thee to a duel. <laughs> I challenge you for the right to the to the throne of Mandalore. He's like, what? <laughs> sorry, kid. It's, it's not nothing, personal. Nothing personal. It's just business. <laughs> yeah, it's just business. Um, But yeah, seeing it like, we're, I'm backtracked to what you were talking about a second ago. The undead troopers. Yeah. Oh, that was scary. It was it was menacing hearing them like hearing the noises they made too and the fact that they were functioning enough to be able to still shoot and oh, everything yeah. was still you know, literally <laughs> they got revived. They had a reboot card. Like yeah. <laughs> it's their second life. Uh, quick revive. I know, right? They used quick revive they survived each other. They used uh, quick revive and then juggernaug because they were taking hits left and right. Right, yeah. And like anybody who's never played Call of Duty Zombies is never. Gonna I was gonna say yeah, they're never gonna know. <laughs> they're never. They're like, what the hell is that? If you've never played Call of Duty Zombies, what are you doing, man? Hey, please go find, play. find some friends who have it. Play one round and you'll get hooked. For yeah, me. it was that was so much fun back it's in the day. Fun. I still would play it now. Like <laughs> so much fun. Um, but yeah, they everything in me like from the Walking Dead fan was just like get them in the head. I I know right? Like go up and just slash their head. Like I will say. One complaint I did see about the show was that it they wish that you could that Disney is more of a Disney thing. Oh, like I kind of agree. I think if you slash somebody with a saber, they should cut in half. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's one of the things I know people were mad about for uh, Fallen Order because they originally were going to have you be able to do that, and they mm-hmm. were like, like I think it was Disney or somebody pulled the plug on that. And they were like, yeah. no, you can't do that. I was like. That's exactly what sabers do. Right. They've yeah. always done that in the movies. Yeah, it literally is supposed to cut through anything. You're, yeah. Like, you can't it's slash somebody. It's pure energy, somebody. man. You can't just slice and it's like, oh no, I'm scarred. Yeah, right. And, like, I don't know. They, uh, I believe they also did that in Fall or in uh, Survivor as well. Yeah, I think like, you're right. They added some dismemberment, but not much. Yeah. Whereas, if you ever, if anyone has ever played The Force Unleashed, <laughs> You could kebab people. You could cut is, their arms and legs there off. There is no mercy in that game. There is not. My One of my favorite things to do was there was a move where you could force hold people in, in the air and throw your lightsaber at them. And uh, I would hold them up, throw the lightsaber back and forth. Every time it would cut off an arm, cut off the other arm, cut off the head. How about you a little torso. Yeah, it was fun. I yeah. love Force Unleashed. And sadly, it's not canon. Yeah. Starkiller is not canon, which yeah, one of those should things, be. I think it was one of those things that got cut from canon when... Uh, Disney kind of took over. Really? And, like, remade the canon almost. <sighs> but, Freaking Disney, man. Yeah. At least they provide us with Star Wars. They fund the new Star Wars projects, but, man, yeah. I feel like they sometimes hinder it to be... It could be It could be even better. Yeah. Some, it, yeah, it does feel like it's hindered every now and again, but yeah. not, not, not terribly much. Not terribly much. Like, the shows have been all great. Like, Ahsoka has been, for sure, one of my favorite Star Wars shows. Probably my second favorite Star Wars show under The Mandalorian. Um, would, that came out well, after I would, Disney. I would Clone probably Wars, agree with you. Yeah. I think Clone Wars is still my favorite, but I count that as not part of Disney. Yeah. Since they most of it came out after Disney or before Disney had, yeah. had bought it. But live action shows, I should say. I specify sure. live action shows. Sure. I Mandalorian put, being the first one, like first ever live action Star Wars show, it just it holds a special place. Yeah, yeah. it's season one Mandalorian. I was so hyped for that. Was that. that was some of my favorite. Like I yeah. like. 
I would wake. I would sometimes like even wait to watch the episode when it came out at like midnight. Oh wow! On the night before, like the nights before, like Friday yeah. or something like that, because sometimes I wouldn't have to go to work. Yeah. Otherwise, I would for sure be watching it at See, lunch. See, that's one of the things. Like, I that's another Disney complaint I have is like, um, I really loved when they were putting episodes out of their Star Wars shows on Fridays because. Mm-hmm. If it was during the summer, I wasn't working at the cemetery at, the t- at mm-hmm. that day. Like, we would work Monday through Thursday. Yeah. So I didn't have to work on Friday. Just wake up, watch the episode, get on with my day, have uh-huh. a great day. Yeah. But then, like, even if I wasn't in school, if I was in school, my schedule was built so that way I didn't take Friday classes. Mm-hmm. I just took Monday through Thursday, Friday was off, watch the episodes, have a great day. Yeah. Um, when they released the first season of the show Loki, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, he's the god of mischief. We're putting this out on Wednesday. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. And I think Bad Batch was coming out still at the same time mm-hmm. as that. So it was coming out on Fridays. Yeah. I was like, well, this is great. They went with, they changed the entire release schedule. So everything was coming out on Wednesday to match that. I was uh-huh. like. Right. It was like, middle of the week. I know. And like, I just always loved, um, I love Friday, like having it on Fridays because you would have the whole week to look forward to it. Exactly. And. Like, it would just make it go by quicker, like, work go by quicker, yeah. school go by quicker. Like, it was fun. Everything it was about really it fun was to look right. forward to it. Yeah. And I think part of me is, is maybe it's just because it lives on with me through the Clone Wars. Mm. Like, going home and watching Clone Wars oh, Friday nights yes. was peak entertainment. I think I was, I was talking to Christian about, like, the Clone Wars. Because he was, he watched it when he was younger. I think when it was coming out on Cartoon Network, like, Saturday yeah. mornings or whatever. Uh-huh. Um... And he was like, yeah, I, I think I watched the first season, but then after that, like, it stopped premiering on Cartoon Network or something or went somewhere else, and I just couldn't watch it anymore. I was like, dude, I remember seeing ads and everything, like, 2009 or something for the second season of the show coming out, because they were doing, like, this whole Bounty Hunters mm-hmm. thing. Because, like, the first couple episodes are all about Cat Bang. Right. So it's like they were trying to amp up the Bounty Hunter stuff, but it was like, I just, I remember seeing a commercial for them being like, Oh my god, that's so cool. I know, right? Like Cad Bane? Yeah. I want to see more of this guy. And I, I remember seeing Clone Wars on Netflix one day. I was like, oh my god, that's that's really cool. I looked at it, I was like, there were six seasons? I didn't know that. I, I know. fell off at some point. I don't remember when. I think it was I after season three, but I was like, oh my god, I, I need to watch all of this. I binged it. Yeah. Such a good time. I don't, I'm trying to remember the last time I like sat down, like I did the same thing. Like I just kind of, it just fell off for me. Um, and like I just came back years later and watched it all, yeah. um, but I just like the hype. It was Friday nights. Me and my friend, um, my friend growing up, my best friends is his name is also Jacob. Um, he lived three doors down from me growing up. Good band. And um, every Friday, um, we would go get together and watch, order pizza. Oh my god! And the best was when it was like this time of year, and they're coming out on Friday nights. Oh yeah. It's cool, it's dark, there's pizza, Friday Night Star Wars. I'm telling you, man, that's how you knew you were about to have a good weekend. Like, yeah. With our family, it was like, Friday, you get home from school, you're relaxing and everything like that, and then you hear Bomber Dad pick up the phone and dial, because when we had the house phone, you would still dial or use caller ID or something, and call Papa Murphy's Pizza uh-huh. to get the take-home pizza with extra pepperoni and cheese on it. Oh. I'm getting hungry a little bit. I know, right? I am we'd, too. Go, <laughs> we'd go pick up the pizza... And dad would be like, hey, he'd pick out a two liter. I was like, sick! It was either, it was either Mug Root Beer or Dr. Pepper coming nice. home with us that day. Hell yeah. We'd get back, and we didn't know it, but dad had gone out and picked out a Redbox DVD of some kind. 
Nobody's gonna know what red boxes. I know. I was gonna say like, I, we would get red. We still sometimes get red boxes because it's great. I know it's like a dollar for a night, and like just return it, and you're good. Yeah, like, and like I don't even know what movie it would be, but we get it and like eat the hell out of that pizza, throw it in, and then you know we like stay up late playing Pokemon on the DS or something like that. That was a fantastic Friday night. That, that was like that was the dream. Like I would 100 percent still do that to this day. Absolutely. Like if I could, like it was so much fun doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, like before, like video games and everything. That was like, yeah. I mean, we still played them back then, but not as much as we do now. I feel like, and right? Like, um, and the kinds of video games you probably played back yeah, then, way different from today, right? And oh, it was just something like going down, or like being, like you said, like hearing your parents like call the phone, do like, I'd like to pay, like you know, place a carryout order. Yeah, it's like, what? It's a- I'll take one large cheese. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. It's pizza time. <laughs> it's pizza time. <laughs> Like yeah, suddenly Toby Maguire just <laughs> pizza time, <laughs> pizza time, man. God. But yeah, that was like the hype of going, like growing up and watching stuff on Friday. So yeah. if it, if they were to like start releasing the new Star Wars stuff again on Friday nights, count me in. Okay, yeah. count me in. I would love to do that. Yeah. Well, now Disney's like release schedule is all over the place because you had this coming out on Tuesday night. That's so random. And then you me. had. Like Loki's second season is coming out now, and it's coming out on Thursday nights. What? I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> That's so random. I th- yeah. I think there's like a strategy behind it. I, I'm sure, but there's gotta be. I don't really know what it is yeah. and why they've changed it. But yeah. well, I just remember whatever. them saying like, yeah, Soka's coming out Wednesday this day, and they're like, nah, we're putting it out the night before. Why not? It's like, sure. oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Nobody's mad about that. I was gonna say, I love when they do like double releases of stuff too. Yeah, because wasn't it was a two part premiere, right? Mm-hmm. For Ahsoka, yeah, yeah. I think it was. And I think um, almost all the Star Wars shows have been. I think Kenobi was. Kenobi was. I think Andor was. I think so. Yeah, I think I think it was. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't remember if the Mandalorian ever was. It wasn't. That was a wonder. Okay. Single episode. Yeah. I remember yeah, my yeah. friend was telling me when the Mandalorian came out. Um, he wanted me to wait to watch it with him. Mm. Um, and he's like, I'm not going to be able to watch it until like episode three is already out. So he wanted me to wait three weeks to watch it. Uh, like I told him I will. I didn't. <laughs> I watched, I watched every episode. Yeah. And then when we, I told him uh, when we went to go watch it together, I just acted like I'd never seen it before. <laughs> so like when they found little baby Yoda, he Give was this like, this man an Oscar. He was like, baby Yoda. And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I remember... Um, he kills IG-88. What? <laughs> okay. Or IG-11. I think um, Casey's family, I was rooming with him in, uh, when the episode premiered, they had just gotten Disney Plus, and like, he had, like, he hadn't set it up on the TV yet, but he had, like, written down all the information and everything like that, and so when that episode dropped, I was like, buddy, I'm just gonna do it, and he goes, what? And he was, I was like, do you mind if I set up your Disney Plus on your TV? He goes... You gonna watch the Mandalorian? I was like, yeah. He goes, all right, go for it. He, <laughs> he yeah. really didn't care about the Star Wars stuff that much, but he was still just like, go for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I was like, thank God. And I, watching it on that big screen, I was like, oh, I know, right? I get it. The opening scene of him just walking out of his ship or walking into the uh, the bar. Yeah, and then it, it was so good. Well, it's just like it's even so quiet, and he's lifting up the tracking fob, and it's just beeping quiet. Oh my God. I know. That was still like I, I'll never I'm forget that. I'm rewatching it. That's it. I'm I'll rewatching just, it. Honestly, I think I might do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Rewatch season one. Season one was so good. It's, it's just groundbreaking stuff. I know, and I think it really has paved the way 
um, to make Ahsoka to make the shows now because I think Ahsoka was also made. I forget what the what they called it, but like, um, oh, you're talking about the the big sphere. Oh, the volume. Place. The volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I'm pretty sure they filmed it. I don't I actually know. I was trying to figure that out. I feel like for a couple things, they were actually on location. They could, yeah. I, I know for Kenobi, they were. Yeah, um, and then Andor was as well. Yeah. Um, but I feel like when they were... Oh, when they're in the other galaxy, I feel like that was location-based. It, it could have, yeah. It, and it like some, been. some CGI stuff, but it didn't look like it was volume-related. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of it, again, but I don't know. I want to say the Clone Wars flashbacks were volume. Probably. Made the volume. Yeah. Um, I think. Just because it was kind of generic. Uh, it was foggy. You couldn't really see off in the distance. Yeah, so it would be a good setting for it. Yeah. Um, and it would probably be easier to get ATTEs on the volume than anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> if they built a real life ATTE. I would down every dollar I had and be like, please. Just let me sit in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> just let me experience this. I know, right? Like. You know how they'll have, like, um, I, I used to go to a few of them back in the day, but, like, they would have old aircraft shows where even if they couldn't fly, they would have them on display, yeah. and you can go up and, like, get in and look uh-huh. inside of them. Imagine they do that, but it's Star Wars. They're ATTEs, ATATs. The problem is I would never want to leave. I know. I would probably just live there. Like, I'd I would live in the I'd ATTE. be in those walkers just like, yeah, this is my home, now I'll leave. I would be like Ray. I would live in one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like Rex, Wolf, and Gregor. I'd be like, yeah, this is mine now. Oh, yeah, Rex. Yeah, like... I'm making my way for the horizon. God. I would 100% do it. Just move out to, like, Death Valley and ATT. Just walk around. (laughs) What are you doing? I'm going Jupa hunting. I was going to say, we got to catch the Jupas. (laughs) Oh, man. I just... Yeah, I want to look up at some point. I'll just do it now. If they're, like... um... If they used the volume that much, because it really doesn't feel like mm-hmm. they did. Because like I thought, you... yeah, I thought I heard. So I could totally be wrong. I thought they. I thought I heard them say that they did, but well, um... again, I think you're right in that they used it for like the. Oh, this says yes. Um... <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, just, it's just big bold letters. Yes. <laughs> That's, I've never seen that um, before. <laughs> I feel like there were a couple points where they were on. Uh, why does Ahsoka look like a Star Wars movie? I wonder why. <laughs> Why does this pretzel look like a pretzel? Like, oh, like <laughs> why the fuck, man? Why does like, this air look like air? Why do you think it's just good? Excuse me, sir. You brought me pizza, but it's supposed to look like a pretzel. <laughs> I want it back. I want my money back. Oh my god! I just I love people's searches on the internet. I know. It's like, why does this feel like a movie? Yeah, <laughs> because it probably should. Yeah. Well, maybe, just maybe. Now, hear me out. This is coming out of left field, but maybe. That was the goal. Whoa! <laughs> it's it's like it's almost like you're watching a TV show. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but um, I think there's one thing I actually wanted to run by you. So, and just wanted to get your opinion on it. We don't have to have a full answer or anything like that mm-hmm. for people. But um, in the finale, we see Sabine finally. She does it. She uses the Force. Yes. And oh, it yes. was great. Mm-hmm. Now. That technically makes her, and this is what I'm about to bring up, that technically makes her the first Mandalorian Jedi uh-huh. since Tar Vizsla, the guy who made the Darksaber. Yeah. But, I want to get your opinion on this, because I thought, I was writing some of these notes out last night, and I thought about this, I was like, oh, that'd be good. Does Grogu technically count as a Mandalorian Jedi now that he's adopted by Din? That's true. Because if so, I think that would actually make him the first, the first since then. 
because we get a clue in the show that this is past the um, uh, it's past season three. It's past season three of Mando. Yeah, that's a good point because he swears the creed. Uh-huh. Um, there was like a while in the or, in the no, he doesn't actually swear the creed, but he's oh. like uh, he's adopted by Din until he's old enough to speak and then say the creed. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah. So is he technically not a Mandalorian until he swears to the creed? Sworn to the creed? You know, that's... Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I, I don't know. I'm, I think that's true. At least in their way of doing mm-hmm. things. At least, yeah, by the... By the the wa- or the... Um, the children, the of, children the of the wash. But then I guess, yeah, in that case, Sabine would still be the first Mandalorian. Like, Mandalorian born Jedi. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I don't know. It's so close. Like, if... Because, like, if Grogu does count... I would imagine that he counts as a Jedi. Yeah. Um, and if he does, if he doesn't have to swear to the creed, but he's already still been taken in by the Mandalorians, I, I don't know. He is That's part true. of a Mandalorian clan now. I think. Hmm. My only my thing is I don't really know much about Mandalorians as much as as much as you I do. Know a little bit, but not. Uh, I, this is a gray area. Yeah, yeah, I know it. It's like it's strange. Like, um, I would almost say that. He's technically not Mandalorian because he hasn't sworn to the creed. Okay. Only because um, even though Din <clears throat> took off his helmet, um, he was no longer he was Mandalorian no more mm. until he was redeemed. Right. So like, I feel like there's like a fine line that has to be crossed for you to be considered Mandalorian by their standards. Yeah. Um, but as far as like other Mandalorian, because you know there's so many different fashions of the yeah. Mandalorians, so like. Uh, factions is that the word? Yeah. That's the word. Um, so I don't know. That's that's interesting. I think so. Din he got redeemed, so he's a Mandalorian again mm-hmm. by their standards. Yeah. Um, and then he adopts Grogu at the end mm-hmm. of season three. So I think that would technically make him a foundling. Yeah. Uh, like he's still a foundling, I guess. But um, since like, I think you're right, since he hasn't. Since he's not able to swear the creed yet, he's probably still just a foundling. Okay. So does foundling mean he's a Mandalorian, though? It means you could be trained as such, but okay. since he's, again, since he's too young to speak, he can't swear the creed to become okay. Mandalorian, I think. Gotcha. I don't know. The way the Children of the Watch kind of works, their rules are kind of funky. There's a lot of a lot of strict rules, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, because you got, like, Sabine and then Bo-Katan and, like, those kinds of Mandalorians. Different clans, Who yeah. are just, like, born into it. They don't have to swear anything, uh-huh. I don't think. Right. Um, but they're just, they're born Mandalorian, that's who they are. Yeah. Um, so, I, it's funky, but uh-huh. I, I don't care, I love it. Oh, no, yeah, I mean, if he's not a Mandalorian Jedi now, I think he will be. He will be. Um, like, for sure, like, once, like, I wonder, though, when we're gonna hear him speak. I wonder, because, like, I don't know, he's 50, but, like, uh, he's still a baby, so... Yeah. I just love that at some point, I think it was at some point during season three, he like babbles like incoherently, but it sounds like this is the way. Oh, really? I think oh, so. I need to go back. Cute. Again, I need to go back and watch that yeah, season. Yeah, I don't know uh, if I know that. I don't, I don't think I ever caught that. I'm pretty sure it happens. I, again, I'm really not sure because I think it's like Din, Bo-Katan, and then uh, him, they're going somewhere, maybe to the planet with uh, Lizzo and Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like... Lizzo's performing her con- a concert over there. <laughs> And Din's like saying something. He goes like, "This is the way." And she goes, "All right, this is the way." He just, <laughs> that's so cute. I, I I'm gonna find that scene. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, that, that's yeah. actually so cool. Yeah, it's I just I love 
Grogu so much. I know, dude. Like, it's, uh, yeah, I, I would imagine if he is not a Mandalorian, I would say that he is technically not Mandalorian yet. I would, yeah, I would say so. Um, and Sabine is the first Mandalorian Jedi since, um, what's his, I, I, Tarvisla. Tarvisla, yeah. And she's part of, like, she's part of Clan Vizsla. So no. she's part of Clan Vizsla yeah, under yeah. House Wren. Okay. So it goes like clan, house, you. Gotcha. Okay. So I know way too much about that. No, it's cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so it's interesting. All right, here we go. Let's see. I would invite you in for a feast, but I'm guessing that helmet isn't coming off again. This is the way. This is the way. He's trying to it just sounds like he's choking on something. He's choking on the little thing from the... Oh, wait, no, the Razor Crest is gone. But he still point. had the thing. Oh, he did? Okay, yeah, he still that. had it. Because that was one of the only things that survived, I think. He that's right, that. that's right, that's right. Yeah. <gasps> oh, man. Uh, that's so funny, yeah. <laughs> I love to show that he tries to say this the way. Oh, he's so excited. He's so great. Yeah, but I would, I would imagine that he will be the next Jedi yeah. Mandalorian. And then it's really cool to see Sabine as a... Mandalorian that Jedi. Be really cool. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there's ever going to come around a time where she possesses the dark saber. Well, it got broken, right? Oh, did it? I think. That's right. Didn't Grandma? Grandma? Um, not Grandma. Um, Moff oh, Gideon. Yeah. Did he destroy it? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And yeah, there's like a whole thing about how they're like, yeah, we don't need the dark saber. Like, wasn't wasn't Bo-Katan saying something about that? I think so. It's been. I need to. I, this is just reason I got to go back and watch Mandalorian. Exactly. Yeah. I got to go back and catch up. It's giving you more reason to do it. Yeah. Which, um, which would be really cool to see that if Sabine and um, Grogu ever meet. I wonder. Just possibly. I know people were kind of thinking that um, the Mandalorian might appear in Ahsoka. I was mm-hmm. like. If he does, cool, but I'm, I'm also kind of hoping that he... Like, it's weird to say this as a fan of that, but mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of hope he doesn't, because this is a show that... It's... Um, it's very centric to who Ahsoka is, but also, like, you know, it's it's Rebels Season 5. Right. In, in disguise. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know. I feel like it would be almost out of place for, like, the Mandalorian to show up. Right. I, I think he's going to have run-ins with Thrawn down the line of Star Wars. For sure. I could see it. For now... I'm kind of glad they, and also because yeah. this is after season three, he's kind of off doing his own thing with Grogu. Yeah, and like he just knew Ahsoka very briefly, never yeah. really connected. Like I would never say never made a strong connection to her, like he did, like Boba, for example. Yeah, like it would make sense. It made sense for him to show up in Boba. I feel like yeah, um, and have a whole episode <laughs> that's literally just a Mandalorian. Um, yeah, but like yeah, it, it would have felt a little out of place. I feel like for him to just kind of show. Unless it was a very quick, like, yo, what up? Like, hey, <laughs> like, hey, Grogu, hey. And then, but it just wouldn't have really made much sense. Yeah. I feel like at that point, that would have just been fan service for the point of fan service. And yeah. Dan Filoni tries to avoid that. Like, yeah. And people would say, like, oh, but what about Book of Boba Fett? Like, they're throwing all these Easter eggs and cameos in there. It's like, that, it still makes sense in the realm of things. Mm-hmm. But if it was literally just like Ahsoka just says, hey, to. Mandalorian, then it makes sense. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it wouldn't really add much to the plot of the whole show, I feel like. Yeah. So, and like you said, Dave Filoni, he does fan service very well. Yes. Like, it makes sense that it's there. Yeah. If he's doing fan service at all, it's because it adds something to the story. Yeah, for sure. Kind of. 
moves things along. Right. Like, he probably would never have brought Palpatine back. <clears throat> yeah. For I don't, episode 9. I don't think he would have. No. Unless he thought of some very elaborate way to do so. Yeah. But, um... I guess we are kind of... We kind of saw that with Mandalorian. Like, there was some cloning stuff happening and yeah. everything like that. But it's like... He's trying to patch it a little bit, I feel yeah. like. Um, and I, I can't believe I... Like, we talked about this a little bit. Um, with our Mando recaps and a little bit, I think, with Ahsoka. But, like, again, we're seeing more of why the New Republic fell apart. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a whole factory in episode two or three where it was filled with ex-Imperial workers. And they were like, oh, yeah, this was all decommissioned and like or i don't know like everyone was given the chance to keep working there mm-hmm. uh, under the new republic it's like no like you didn't do any kind of background <laughs> research on these people and so like it's oh man. i know and the whole like government system is just so like i mean there's like that whole scene where this is where we learn that this all takes place after uh mandalore after season three of mando yeah. um but hera's like yo thrawn is still for sure alive yeah, and there he can for sure come back. Yeah, she's like on trial for going to look for him. And yeah, like going I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, listen to her. I yeah. would listen to her. Like, she's like one of the captains of the rebellion. Like, yeah, she literally <laughs> watched. She fought against him. She knows how he thinks. She knows yeah. he's not going to just take his defeat lying down. And I this, know. this senator's like, ah, it's your lying. It's like you moron. Yeah, no, they're so incompetent to run the their new system. Yeah, and I just feel like, um, whoa. That's cool. Sorry. Oh, well, I, that's cool, I thought it was recording me at first. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it, you really get to see it again. And you see it a lot in, um, what was it, Obi-Wan, I think, where you can kind of see bits and pieces fall apart. Or was it Mando season three? Oh, Mando. I think it was Mando season three. Uh, yeah. 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 And you see it here in Ahsoka 2, which is just so cool because I'm sure a lot of people were wondering when episode seven came out. How, what, where they come from? Like, yeah. <laughs> where the first order come from? I was, I was thinking about that a few years after that movie came out. I was just like, man, now I'm thinking about it. Where's the first order getting all this money? Where are they able to get the funds to build these ships and everything like that? Have these armor, like, have these blasters and soldiers and shit. Right. Like, what the hell's happening? How are they getting away with this? I know, like, it was only like how many years in between? Like, maybe twenty or thirty like, uh, from new. Or from Return of the Jedi to Force Awakens, like, 30 years? 30 years, yeah. The fact that they could make all that stuff in 30 years, yeah. like, something bad has got to go down. And, like I said, Dave Filoni is showing us, bit by bit, how it's just not, you know, this yeah. government they've made is not going to work. Yeah. And First Order rises out. Probably, I would imagine, now that Thrawn is coming back, that he will have a very large um, impact on the building, on the build-up of Whoa, the First Order. That would be cool. Um, I've, I've got a feeling that maybe he won't live to see it become what it does because oh, okay. we never... But I mean, he like gets it started? I would imagine his Ooh. return starts it, like kickstarts it, which is what Hera is afraid of. Yeah, that'd be Because cool. she's like, you know, people are going to rally behind Thrawn. All the ex, you know, Imperial loyalists are going to resp- yeah. like, you know, be happy that he's back and going to side with him. Yeah. And, like, he's one of those dangerous people that can for sure get a lot of people behind him and knows how to do it and knows how to... And how to work with very limited resources already. Yeah, like, he literally survived in a galaxy with just the things on his ship. Yeah. He's, so, like... He's a mastermind. He's, he's a mastermind, and he for sure can um, just rally a bunch of people, start... At least start a new... The First Order, essentially. Right. Yeah. So... It's just... 
I love, there's so much backstory happening. There's all these, like, cool, um, like, almost behind-the-scenes looks. Because, I mean, even in Mando, they were like, yeah, we're just totally taking apart the Imperial fleet. Like, just, like, getting rid of all this stuff, even if it's perfectly working tech. They're like, yeah, we're getting rid of it. It's like, well, why? It's Imperial. Right. Use it! I was going to say, use it. Use their stuff. Use their ships. Like, it's just going to be tossed. They're going to go pick it up and build it back up and make it better. Yeah, that's what I loved about the Mandalorians is they took an Imperial cruiser and, like, Imperial ships and used it to build a fleet. They're right. Like, and then they gave it back. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> they drove it right into their base. Dropped it right on the front door. I know, yeah. Like, that was so nice of them. Yeah, like, how, just, how kind. That was Amazon Prime delivery. Like, I know, right? That's what they want. That's what they wish they could do. Yeah, right. Mandalorians went and did it. Mandalorian Express. Right, like, they're just going to, you know... They're just gonna get rid of all this gear that completely ruled the galaxy. Like, yeah, ah, it does make sense. Like you need a strong like with in Star Wars anyway. When you've got a new government being built, there's gonna be a lot of confusion, a lot of fear, and a lot of chaos. You need a strong military presence to hold off on that, mm-hmm. but also just to make sure people feel safe. Not so much so that like. You're doing what the Empire did, and you're stepping on their throats. But like, right? You need to make sure that people feel safe enough that they could trust in this new republic, and they're just not yeah. Doing that. Rule by, like, not by fear, like the Empire. Yeah. But do just what, have do what Boba did. Rule with respect. Respect. That's right. Like, if people respect you, they're not going to try and overthrow. They're not going to try and start wars. Yeah. And and so I think, like, I don't even know if we talked about this before, but now they've got Mon Mothma as the mm-hmm. Chancellor of yeah. this new republic, and it's like. Okay, if there's anyone you were going to elect, I feel like she'd be pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. she lived through the war. She saw what Palpatine did as Chancellor mm-hmm. and Emperor, so she knows what to avoid. Yeah. But it's also like, now all these decisions are on you. Are on her, and, yeah. And like a new Senate, but it's like, you're still putting that together. Right. Of. And at least she somewhat trusts Hera. Yeah. Um, and But there's still, I don't know, I think she still gets drawn back by all these other people that are also like... Nah, we're good, man. That's exactly there's it. There's nobody like, coming. There's nobody coming. She trusts the one voice in the room saying, like, hey, there's there's reason to be afraid. Yeah. And she's like, okay, there's reason to be afraid, but I have to go with the process and listen to all these other voices that say there's no reason to be afraid. Yeah. And that's just turning out to be so ineffective because they are losing time. Yeah. And now season eight, or episode eight ends with Thrawn coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah he, yeah, he comes back because oh, yes. Ezra gets back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, was a really cool shot. Ezra goes back to his uh, his Rebels days and puts on a Stormtrooper right? yeah. suit and walks out on a New Republic ship. It's like, it's me, please don't kill me. I know, right? I love that Chopper recognized oh, him so quick, cool. though. It's I, like a dog, you know? Like I, a dog recognizing like, their owner. Oh my God. <laughs> the, stor- the lone Stormtrooper walking off. I'm like, there he is. And Chopper, like, they've all got their guns raised on him. And Hera even did, too. And Chopper's just like, hey, bud. And just kind of, like, gently headbutts him a little bit. It's like... Yeah, so cute. They're home. Yeah. Like it was. Oh, I yeah. love their little dynamic duo in the in Rebels. Yeah. I am bummed. We never saw Zeb. I know that's so weird to me that they yeah. never they brought him back in Kenobi. Right? Was it Kenobi? No, Mandalorian. Oh, with Mando. That's right. Yeah. I keep getting the. I keep getting Mando season three. The events of Mando season three and it, like the stuff that didn't include like the main characters, like all the side stuff. Oh, okay. Got I it. keep getting them mixed up with Kenobi, but okay. Yeah, they bring Zeb back in Mando for a quick little thing, but they never bring him back now. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I wonder if that was just to be like, "Hey, here's why you're not going to see him in Ahsoka. He's off doing oh, this you know, thing." That's true. But at the okay. same time, I'm like, if you like, you've got Carson Wolf, 
coming from that same base with Zeb and going to help out Ahsoka and Hera and everything, why wouldn't he bring Zeb? That's true. That's very weird. That is strange because yeah. you see every other character from Rebels. Um, yeah, that's weird. Again, Hopefully, it, it doesn't it doesn't ruin the show at all. But it's no, like, yeah, I feel like it would have only been enhanced by it. Maybe it's just expensive. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get Steve Bloom to do the voice. Could be possibly, know. but I don't know. I don't, it's kind of like um, Mando season three. They never um, they never even mentioned um, what was the the heavy. Mandalorians. Oh, Paz? Paz Vizsla. They uh, never ever mentioned him in the finale. Oh, rest in peace. Rest in peace to a legend. Yeah. But, I don't know, it's just another one of those things that they could have at least mentioned it. Yeah. Or at least maybe give him a name drop or something in yeah. Ahsoka. A name drop like, would have been something. I mean, we got a picture of him with the mural and everything like that, but that's about it. Yeah, like the, um, what did you say that the Rebel's name that came from his base was? Um, oh, Carson Wolf. Carson Wolf. Um, Carson Wolf could have had like a line saying that I tried to get Zeb to help us out, but yeah. maybe he was off doing something. Like even at that would be, yeah. I'd still would probably rather have seen him. But yeah, I would. Yeah, I definitely would have rather seen him. But that's and you know what? Again, it doesn't ruin the show at all. No, but it's definitely yeah. I feel like a missed opportunity. A, a very yeah, a big missed opportunity. I feel yeah. like, but but I feel like we can't end our recap of this without saying again, like. Rest in peace to Ray Stevenson. Because, oh, oh my God. I've never seen the internet rally around a character like that mm-hmm. and just be like, this is a master performance. Like, yeah. This, it was so good. His, yeah, his character is so complex. Yeah. Like, he's got a, like, he's very torn, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and so is his apprentice. Yeah. Which, I wonder if they're, like, related. Like, I know that's master and apprentice, but, like, I don't know. Well, it could be, but I don't know. Now, a lot of people think that it's like first. A lot of people I've I've seen say that it's like his daughter, hmm. which would be interesting. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't really know where they're coming from. If they're just literally just saying it, or if there's big reason to believe it is. But anywho, yeah, his character is so cool. Yeah, big Count Dooku vibe for me. Ooh, at least for me, because no, like I like that he was like. He's wise. He knows that the Jedi aren't good. He also knows that the Empire is not great. Yeah. Like, he wants to be something. He said um, he wants, like, his apprentice to be something better. Yeah. Um, so, like, I don't know. Yeah. So, he's still kind of, it seems like he uses the dark side more mm-hmm. um, just because he, you know, his first opening, the first time you see him, he's always seen. It's a hallway scene of him slaughtering people. <laughs> but, like, in a way, like, I think he's just after, he's after power, like, more power, and that's why I think, personally, he wants to maybe stay in this galaxy and become one of the rulers there. Yeah, it's very connected to the Force, and it very. feels like he's very, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's kind of like that line he says, where he, like, he misses the idea of the Jedi Order, yeah. what it could bring and do for the people of the galaxy, mm-hmm. but the way they went about it was just wrong. Right. Um, but here it's like... He can maybe attain some new gifts within the Force and maybe help people on mm-hmm. this yeah. planet or maybe even find a way back and help them there. But sadly, mm-hmm. we'll I know. probably never get to know. I'm curious if Dave Filoni is going to just completely not have him in the in the next season, if there yeah. is if there is even a new season. I think they're all up for it, but it hasn't been confirmed if they're doing a second season. Oh, okay, gotcha. This might just be like a stepping point to some of the bigger Star Wars stuff coming down. Yeah, especially Dave Filoni's movie, maybe. Oh. It's supposed to be the Mando, the Mandoverse is what it's <laughs> called. So, 
I'm excited for that. That's going to be freaking cool. Um, I've always wanted him to have a movie. But um, I wonder if they do come back with the season two or if they ever want to try and bring this character back in if they're going to do like what they did with Carrie Fisher where they have like footage that they didn't use in the mm. episodes and somehow rework it to make it make sense in the story because I think that's what they did for episode six, uh, nine. Could be, yeah. Because um, I think a lot of those scenes that you see Carrie Fisher in are deleted scenes or extra footage that wasn't used and they just did yeah. something to make it look like it fits the story a little better. Could um, be, yeah. So I don't know if they would do that, but rest yeah. in peace. Uh, that just, I, I was talking with uh, Christian a while back, and he hadn't watched the show, but he had seen like a lot of love for Ray and everything like that, and a bunch of stuff about the show, and he was like, do you think people are loving his character specifically because he passed away before we got to see it, or is it because he was actually that good? And I said, it's a bit of both. Yeah, um, I think because so. Because it's like, you don't want to... You know, you don't want to trash a, a dead man's performance, but it's mm. also like the way he carried that role just felt so right. Like yeah, he was oh, the yeah. perfect man for the job, and the mm. way he went into that with like, I mean, he was doing interviews and stuff at Celebration. Like he was, he had a ton of fun with it. Like, uh, you can tell loved, he did. Yeah, too. he loved the story of it, and like you could just tell he took he brought everything to that performance. So mm-hmm. it's like there's nothing to hate on there. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. perfect. And then yeah, it's it's deeply sad that he passed away and like it's it's a bit of a surreal experience to see like his last work yeah but uh, it really is and yeah it's some of the I, I i hope that like it sounds it's great that he enjoyed it and i truly think it probably is some of his i, I haven't really seen him in much yeah. but um i would imagine this is probably one of his like best like some of his best work yeah um what actually do you know what actually happened to him i I never even I never really read up on um, I what it caused him to pass. I think but. it was close to like a like a heart attack of some kind. I think. Okay. Um, I'm not really sure. Um, you know, I actually I couldn't remember. Yeah, it was a heart attack. Heart attack. God damn. How old was he? He was fifty-eight. Damn. Yeah, man, that's that is way too young. Yeah. And just oh, man, he was just so damn talented he was yes rest in peace to a legend yeah for real that's just and I haven't even really seen him in other stuff but I know he's I'm sure he's been great so (laughs) I mean this show right here Rome like a lot of people say that's a show that was cut too early and it's basically like Uh a Roman Game of Thrones is what I've heard so like People I can really loved it. I can just imagine him in that in the setting yeah. of like I tell you it's during like the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. I could imagine him in that time. Yeah. Who did he play a big name, or was he kind of like his own character? I like, think it was kind of his own character. I think it was set during the Roman Empire, but I don't know. It wasn't based off. Uh, it wasn't like played real. a guy named Titus Pullo. Titus, that's a freaking menacing that's, name. Like, <laughs> you see a guy looking like this walking around with the name Titus. Yeah, you're getting out of the way. I was gonna say, I yeah, I will bow to him when he walks like past me on the street. But um, that's awesome. Yeah, he he did so well. He did so well in Ahsoka, and yeah. it's really cool that he he talked about how this place was different. And then we see why it's different because the fam- the Force family is there. Like yeah. the big freaking mountain people. Like in the card in the mountains, like Mount Rushmore. Yeah, like you got the father, the son, and then the daughter's face. Is, like her head in the mountain is destroyed. It's destroyed it's like, she's, oh, she was killed, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think she was killed and then the father may have just died. Like up and died in that. Really? I really don't I remember. I can't remember, yeah. 
Yeah. Let's go back and watch that too. Yeah, uh, but I could see why he'd want to stay there because again, it's a very with them mm-hmm. being carved in stone. There, it seems like it's very much a force. Yeah. Um, force centric system. Yeah. Almost. The um, the Screen Crush ep- or, vi- or uh, channel I will watch sometimes. He had, they have a theory about how he was trying to find the uh, world between the world uh, world between the worlds. Ooh. Is that what it's called? World Between the Worlds? Yeah. Okay. I keep wanting to say War of the Worlds. Yeah, Like the I know. movie. Uh, but he was, since he was looking for a greater power, it seems like he could control everything if he could find the, the world between worlds. Oh, and there's a scene right there at the very end where you see him on the mountains and the, the stack of the rock carving of the father is pointing. Yeah. He like points off to something in the distance and um, they believe it's a portal to the world between the worlds. And oh. that's how he gets back. To the galaxy. Ooh, that'd be so, cool. And that's how maybe Ahsoka and Sabine get back. That'd be really something. So, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. That's what that's what their theory is. Because, wow. like, it makes sense because he was kind of going after power. So, yeah. that'd be the way to do it. You can control everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so. Holy cow. That'd be, that'd be incredible. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. And But, again, I, I'm not sure, um, sadly, just because I don't really know how much footage we have left of them. Yeah. So. I know there's people also really hoping that he's getting an episode for uh, Tales of the Jedi. Because that'd be so cool. If anyone deserves it. Oh my god, that he's is that man. Because he was a Jedi, wasn't he? Yeah. Him and his apprentice, I think. Uh, no, his apprentice was just a force, uh, oh, okay. force using kid that he found. He found. Oh, uh, he I was gotcha. he was a Jedi. Cool. But, oh my god, that would be. I honestly, I would be willing to put like put money down that that would yeah. become an episode. I would love to see him during order 66 and then find his apprentice yeah in that oh, that'd be cool that'd be really neat that would be really fun um because like maybe he finds her in the temple and they escape or something oh maybe it's what they did with dooku where they give him a couple episodes over the course of his life yeah i hope so that would be perfect because that would be such a good character to do that on yeah because he's new he's fresh and there i mean i don't really know who else they would want to do an episode on i mean I mean, there's a lot of cool Jedi that would be... It'd be cool to see, I suppose. But, like, yeah. him, he would be perfect. Yeah. I think it would also be a, just a good homage to him, too. I think so. Yeah. So. Um, well, that kind of covers Ahsoka. Yeah, so, no, What a good show. Yeah. I don't know what the uh, the next Star Wars project is. I know Andor is still filming um, their second season. Yeah. So, I don't... I have no idea when that'll be ready. But, um, yeah, I... I Really, just have no idea what's coming out next. But. Yeah, I know uh, they've got a new Star Wars game that's coming out. Um, I think sometime next year. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, Outlaws. Outlaws. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So that looks really fun. It seems like you're a bounty hunter. They better have multiplayer, dude. If they don't, what are they doing? <laughs> like, if they got multiplayer, we're going ham. I know. We're like, gonna tear the galaxy apart. I know. I hope it's like cross-platform and like we could play like. Even if it's not. I'll get another platform. Yeah, I was going to say, you can get a PS5. Oh, that'd be So you good. can play Spider-Man. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's the, I don't know if that's the newest, like the next Star Wars content we're going to get. I, it could be, yeah. Because I don't really know of, of any shows. Um, so I don't, I don't think they're doing any movies for a while. Yeah, so. I don't think so. Damn. Man, man, we might be in a little bit of a Star Wars drought. Oh, no. <laughs> but... I'm sure there will still be stuff we get still. So you fine. heard you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Jake will not be appearing on the podcast. For a long time. <laughs> no, of course not. I was gonna say we're gonna have to we can find some uh, find some Star Wars stuff to talk about. Or, is, of course, I just here's a reason you will be appearing on the channel more. We may be going into a Star Wars drought, but we've talked about this over on your Pizza Man channel. 
your Pizza Man LK YouTube channel. Go subscribe. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, you and I are actually starting up a, uh, a channel very specifically for, uh, not very specifically, but mostly for our Seven Days to Die series. Yeah. Which started out on here. Oh on this gosh, podcast. That's yeah. right. It was a mix. It was like on your channel. Uh-huh. And then we were like, hell, let's just do a podcast while we're playing. Yeah. And so we, that was we did so that. fun. Yeah. In that video, um, that was like the fir- the kickstart to the series of seven days. Yeah. And um, that one did really well. It had it has almost 300 views, I believe. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we're we're starting a new channel. We're still in the works of a title. Yeah. Um, we're kind of we're honing in on it, and we'll we've already got the first episode recorded. Yeah. It's uh yeah these we're ironing out the finer details of this thing, but once it's ready to go. Yeah. Um, you know we're gonna we're gonna go ham on working on it. I don't, so. It's gonna be so fun. We've already got a uh, we've got some good equipment. We're starting off good for. I think we're gonna call it season two. Yes. Of the sh- of the series. Yeah. Um. But episode one, so it'll be the first episode of the se- new season on our new channel. So yeah. it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So whenever you know, again, whenever the channel is officially made, um, you know, again, subscribe, Pizza Man. Okay. Oh, thank you. We'll be. <laughs> Working together to put a trailer, if mm-hmm. you will, for the uh, the channel together. Yeah, uh, and then we'll announce the name when it's ready. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably on that. Or yeah, somewhere we're, else. But we're getting very close, and there's yeah. still a couple. I think there are still two more episodes that are going to come out for the Pizza Man channel. Yes, um, we've got 24 and 25, mm-hmm. and then episode one of season two will be the new yeah. the first video that's recorded and in the bank. Yeah, it's recorded. Uh, it was a great episode. It was a ton um, of fun. And yeah, so now all that's left is we're gonna make a trailer. Um, I'm trying to decide: should I put the trailer on the Pizza Man channel or should I put it on the new channel? I think. Can you do both? The only thing is, if you double post a video, it could be flagged. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and it could yikes. potentially be taken down. I think then it would be smart. But I could always adjust it to make it longer. Oh. If that makes sense, like if that. it's like the exact same video and you double post it, it can cause some. It could be in violation. But if maybe adjust the timing on it. Yeah, if like oh, if I were to make twenty seconds longer, because okay. <laughs> you can find videos of the same thing, yeah. like same clips and everything. But if you were to take somebody's actual video and post it, yeah, onto another page, because they YouTube won't know it's me, right? Per se, because it'll be under a new name, a new email address. They're going to think that somebody just straight up took it and copied it and pasted it. But I could probably adjust it a little bit to where it's still technically different. Sure. So that way it'll be on the Pizza Man channel and it'll still be on the new channel. Yeah. Either way, we'll be able to advertise it across everything and I'll be plugging it here as much as I can. Um, Just because um, this was an idea you had a while back and it was a a very fun one that you brought up. (laughs) And I mean, we've loved the hell out of this series so far. And it's not going to be... And we talked about not doing just only seven days to die because that's yeah while it is a very fun game and the series deserves its own space to kind of grow mm-hmm. um we know there's a lot of other undead games out there that mm-hmm. we could dive into for sure um i think i don't know how we would do this i'm thinking about this on the fly right now we'll iron out the details if mm-hmm. we want to do it i think it'd be kind of fun to go through the last of us at some point that would be fun. i know it's not a multiplayer game but we could figure out a way to yeah make that happen yeah for sure we could um if it even if it just kind of something similar to the podcast where we're in person yeah. and we're just playing and I can record the footage and record our audio mm-hmm. and then just post it yeah because um, I've I haven't played through the second game before oh I played through the first game I'll be honest I've played through 
I've seen it all played through the first one, but I've never actually played through all of the first one. I've okay. played through a majority of it, but gotcha. Not well, hey, if you've never played it, I've played it. So okay. we could, you could play it. You can take the role of the, oh, of the gameplay footage, and we'll just have, uh, we'll just have the mic here and just kind of record as we oh, play. Shit. Okay. So that'd be kind of fun. That would be fun. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea because I would love. We we're trying to come up with a name that include that shows that it's a zombie. Like it will be posting a lot of zombie footage yeah. um, from various games because that's a lot of the games that we play are, are zombie games. Yeah. So. <laughs> But the seven days will probably be our for sure be the the main entree. I feel like we'll most consistently be posting the seven days. But we'll also have last the Last of Us. Um, there's also a, another really fun zombie game called Killing Floor. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen anything about it though. It's very. I'm trying to think of what it's similar to, and it's been a long time since I've played it. But I think the goal is to escape. Like you're in a, a map. And you want to do these different objectives to escape, similar to Left 4 Dead. Sure. Um, and it's just like waves of zombies, and um, you just kill them. <laughs> All right. So it's very fun. And, uh, Cut and dry. So it, speaking of that, Left 4 Dead is another game for sure okay. that we could get Birkin on and yeah. post. I know you've talked about it for a while now, going through and playing all the campaigns to the game. Yeah, because I don't know how much you had actually played of like the Not original much. campaigns. And then... We talked about the workshop a little bit. There are so many modded campaigns that we could throw in there. Yeah. So hell yeah, I think that'd be really fun. That'd yeah. be another really cool series to add on there. Yeah. Um, and there's plenty of zombie games out there, so we can always dapple around with some of those. So yep, yep. So um, again, we'll be plugging it wherever we can. Um, but I think I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm real excited about it. I am too. I think it's gonna be really fun. Um, so I will come up with a name for it eventually, <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> I like I like saying that, uh, and I said it when we were doing the um, the episode twenty five where we were kind of wrapping up season one. I was like, "You guys will know the name of the channel when we know the name." Yeah, of the channel. right. Yeah. <laughs> when we come up with it, I know, you all right. know it. We recorded the first episode and we didn't say the name of the channel. <laughs> we were like, "Welcome to the new channel," That's right? We <laughs> but we'll have something in there where right. it'll it'll make sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were just really excited to record. Yeah. Um, so it was it was, it was a really good we had, episode. We had recorded, um, we maybe recorded episode twenty. No, we didn't record episode twenty five that day. We were just I think jumped in and did maybe just that first episode or I, maybe well, two episodes. I don't know. I don't I, know what we did. I think we did do twenty five because no, you're right. We did do twenty five, and then we jumped into the next one. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. So. Um, yeah, that was, um, I think, because we only recorded the two. I think we recorded yeah. 25, um, we got the bikes. Hell yeah. And then we were like, all right, let's start the new, let's start the new recording, because 25, I think, is a good number to just, like, kind of move to yeah. for the channel there. So, but 24 and 25, I still need to post, and yeah. then it'll be ready. Yeah. I'll probably work on it, honestly, today, so, or a little bit on uh, 24, 24, yeah. Okay. I, just, I haven't had a chance to sit down and start editing it yet. Okay. Yeah. Um. And I'll make sure that it caps the whole freaking thing. <sighs> Premiere's just cutting us so. off. <laughs> um, well, other than that, that's really all I got here. So if there's anything else you would like to throw out there? Or... Uh, I don't think so. Um, okay. I'm excited for more Star Wars content, though. Hell yeah. So. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, as always, thank yes, you so much for, for having us. me. Oh, yeah. That's always a pleasure it's always fun to talk about. it's always fun to be on the show uh thank you all for listening and uh christian if you stuck around this long i know we've thrown your name out a couple times but uh 
day we're recording this. Happy birthday, pal. Happy it's, birthday, man. It's, uh, it's big awesome. old 24. Yeah. So uh, head over to Out of Bounds, give their show some love, and then, uh, you know, if you follow Christian on Instagram, Snapchat, if you got his phone number, if you have carrier pigeons that know his house, like, send him, send him love, send him happy birthdays, and Absolutely. all that stuff. So, um, until the next time, goodbye. Right. We'll meet again. Yes.